Avengers God. Uh, absolutely. I agree. We singled you out because you look like a freak. With eyes that bulge out and a nose like a beak. You say your voice is a total train wreck And then we make fun of your birthday text Laughing at you is kind of sad Cause you have a bad face, you're a little bit slow Weirdos like you make this the number one show Randy has a blank stare, Simon says cruel things It's more like you that drive Listen, nobody's perfect, me included. It's uh, 10.02, although pretty damn close, I would say. Just ask me my opinion. Pretty close to perfect. <laughs> oh, man, we just got uh, Clarence was in there this morning. Bada beep, bada boop, bada bop. And we decided that if we just talked a lot more sports between 10 and 2, we could all have uh, like minus shares. I'll take the box ball and tether ball segment, thank you. The bocce ball? Do you know what bocce ball is? No, not really. Bocce ball is to old Italian men, I believe, like what dominoes is to old Cuban men in Dade County. You know, where they said, how do you play dominoes in Domino Park? Bocce ball is like like with a a metal ball, a small metal ball. Have you ever seen um, duck pins, which is like bowling with a small bowling ball? Yes. Well, it's a ball about that size, only it's uh, metal. You know, it's, I don't know how to describe it. And I don't, I don't really know what they were uh, shooting What do you do, at. you throw it at each other's heads? Yeah, you throw it at uh, whoever happens to be in power in the government's head, like Silvio Berlusconi, and hopefully you hit him in the head. And if you hit him, you yell, Bocce! Yeah, that's right. Excellent. Bocce uh, makes candies, by the way. I'm sure you've had those. No? No. See, remember the other day I was talking about how in Europe they're not really all that big on desserts, but boy, the stuff, the sweets that they make, the gelato and the... Um, Sweet. And the candies and, oh, all of these things. And, of course, the pastries, like in France, in your pants. And even in Amsterdam, they have this place. I'm on the Damrock. I'm trying to think of the name of it. Like a French pastry joint. And in the morning, when they make the, you know, the breakfast rolls and stuff uh, every morning fresh, mm-hmm. and the people are lined up out on the uh, Damrock waiting to uh, get their crap. Can't complain about the food in Amsterdam, though, because they're, gener- <laughs> they're generally speaking isn't much. I would say of all the travels, of all the places where I visit, Amsterdam uh, takes the cake when it comes to Mickey D's, man. I make a lot of visits to Mickey D's, and you're thinking, oh, my God, that's disgusting. Well, it's commentary on the cuisine there. It really blows. No good cuisine in Amsterdam. And what I do is I, I Atkins the uh, McDonald's. You know, okay. I, you know how you do that? I just don't, I don't eat the bun. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I'll, usually I'll go over there and I'll take, because uh, I stay a lot of times at the um, Krasnopolsky there by the dam, that dam square, and it's right across from McDonald's. So I'll take, you know, I'll, I'll bag it, I'll get it to go out, and I'll take it back to the hotel room. It's not as embarrassing watching, you know, nobody has to watch you throw away the bun, you know. But sometimes I'll eat it inside there. I'll sit down, especially if there's some interesting people to uh, watch, you know, <laughs> you know, like that. And, uh, I'll, and nobody pays any attention. 
Mm-hmm. Good. Now you just throw the bun away, and they don't give a crap. You're, you're using you're using the napkin as kind of a holder to eat the uh, that nasty little burger. But at any rate, what the hell got us started on food already this morning? I don't know. Let's take a look at that award-winning QAM schedule. We're barely we're barely making the final tubes on the transmitter tick, and that's not just in the uh, that, that's pretty much all day. The month of January we got hosed. You people out there, our listeners, our loyal audience, they better come through for us big time in February and March. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Sorry. Where, now, where are you going now? What I had an accident. Jeez, yeah, you well, had an that accident, kind. all right. Yeah, George lost his liver and his bladder <laughs> and his uh, spleen this morning. Oh, I thought I was possessed Talk by the devil. Talk about a royal flush, and I'm, I'm getting text messages from George in the uh, stall. I, I got to admit, that was that was novel. That was the first time he's done that for you? No, I, well, once or twice before, but not like a whole series of them, like all of his body parts were falling. Uh, wow. Yeah, you were talking really about childbirth last week, so. Oh, mm. I was having an exorcism in there. Yeah. Jim Mandich at 2. Hank Goldberg's tournament preview show with Frank Haith at 4 o'clock. We got the big uh, college hoops, baby. Any interest? Come on. No. Oh. Uh, Hank's got his big tournament preview show at 4 till 6.30. Panther preview at 6.30. I know there's no interest in that. None. In fact, in the Panthers at night, we got a 0.7 share. We love the Panthers, but nobody else cares. Panthers at the Carolina Hurricanes. Very big game tonight. If they want to keep their slim playoff hopes alive, the Panthers at Carolina Hurricanes. And then, of course, after that, we sign off. I think, you know, I think that that ESPN radio business from 10 at night till 5 in the morning, I don't think that's helping. <laughs> I don't think that's oh, really on. very helpful, you know, the overall picture. Because basically invites people like when they go to bed at night to tune anywhere else because who the hell wants to hear that? And, and so as a result of that, uh, a lot of times in the morning they get up and the radio isn't tuned to 560, or it's tuned someplace else and they just, uh, you know, they just stay there. And Clarence was in this morning going, bada beep, bada boop, bada ba, 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 and everything's a big joke with him. Huh? And I told him how much I love those prefabricated segments, especially the ones with like, uh, what's his name again? The uh, Drew Rosenhaus, uh, Berg, Schwartz, uh, whatever his name is. Okay, let's let's get with it. Because I'm sure we're going to have lots of, uh, and the poll today, we almost got a thousand votes already, Chris. The sky's the limit. I say we go for 13 today. Have we ever had this many, uh, I don't know, 964 votes, and I just sat my fat ass down here? We got no dropouts, by the way. We are down for seven minutes. Let's hear it. All right. For the QM technical crew. Here's the poll from yesterday. 1,360 votes. 1,360, that sounds like WKAT. Let's hear those stories again about how you were in a shopping mall in Yuma, Arizona. And Sid Levin offered you that job at WKAT, and he drove back to Miami. That was Yuma, Arizona, after you picked up that hitchhiker. What that was his name again? Brian. Oh, there's the phone. It must mean the package is downstairs. All right. But I'm not going to pay no attention to it now. I've got important crap to do. Um, Chuck Bryan, that was his name. That was that hitchhiker. But anyway, hmm. that's a long one. It is astonishing that I remember that. That's uh, 31 years ago. I don't forget Chuck. Well, I had an episode on a train when I was young, and her name was Kim Healy. How do you like that? Well, that's great. See, you don't forget things like that. No, this you was don't. a very special. In fact, I no. drove a little extra slow, so we'd have that extra second night to st- spend in the uh, motel overnight on the way to Yuma, Arizona. She was from Alaska. She wore purple eyeshadow. And he was from Alaska. Well, he was living Whoa, in Alaska. He wasn't from like that. Maybe, maybe the two of them hooked up there. Maybe they got on that canoe, and they were canoodling. What hair color are you most attracted to? 1360 on a pool. Blonde, 356. No preference. I'll take anything. If it's alive or even still warm a little bit, 310. Or maybe not necessarily warm, just not too cold. Not like ice. 310. Brown, 200. Red, 189. Oh, and uh, what's his name there in our uh, MySpace group? What is his name? Uh, oh, gee, I forget. Bill. No. 
Claimy. No. Mark. What, 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 uh, Mark? Could it have been Mark? No, not I Matthew. Don't know. Matthew, Matt. That's what is very Luke, good. John. How did you know that? It was Luke and Matthew. It was Matt. <laughs> and Matt was telling me how he met some red-haired book. chick on uh, the MySpace thing, and he got lucky, and boy, she's hotter than a pistola, and wow. Nice going, Matt. That's okay. He's a good guy. Red and 189. Black hair, 179. Like that jet black I was talking about. Oh, mm-hmm. man. So so jet black that it's almost like shiny, like you right. said. It's like a cartoon color character thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I hate this poll, 64, 4.7%. That's not too bad. That's not the usual hostility we get. And it's not really a very... Maybe it is a good poll. I don't know. I prefer a bald woman. Yo, Brittany, it says, 20. Yo, uh, Shinehead. Yo, uh... Hey, oh, God! Yo, Mama. Gray, 12. Gray hair. I don't know what's attractive of gray hair, but uh, thank God, all you gray-haired old geezers out there, there are, there are some people out there that want your body. They want what you got. Maybe your money. An artificial color, blue, orange, purple, green, lime green is nice, etc. 11. How about lime green pants and lime green hair? Boy, that would be lovely. Couldn't you just see a scene mole in an outfit like that with lime green checkered <laughs> pants and a lime green wig? Oh, man. Uh. I, I will say this. I bet you there's a lot of people, kids especially. Oh, remember the one guy called in and said his little girl, she keeps going <laughs> like that? That's good. Good thing mm-hmm. to teach your kids to say. No question. I prefer a bald man speaking of <laughs> 10 and white, 9, white hair. We really should. Well, the artificial color blue has only got 11, so I guess all the blue hairs, maybe that's why they're so depressed and stuff, but it's the land of the blue hairs, Oi. where even the young people can't have it a good time because the blue hairs work overtime to make sure of that. 978 votes. You know something? We're going to have 1,000 by 1015 or close to it. All right. How do you like these horrible stories about the soldiers that are coming back with all these injuries and they're treating them like garbage and just, and now all of a sudden this is finally leaking out, you know, just... Uh, that's what it's all hey, about, baby. why do you that's hate America? Yeah, that's right. Why am I such a troublemaker? Why can't you talk about the good things that are happening in Iraq and freedom is on the march and all that crap? It's worth it. What's your take? This is today's poll. What's your take on the Kenny and Bo Morning Show on QAM? 981 votes already. Never heard of it, 517. Or never heard it. I'm sorry. Never heard it, 517. It's almost 53%. Now, I realize that this show, we do have uh, many people who aren't sports nerds, but nevertheless... It's a sports and entertainment show, 7 to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday here on QM. They've had, they haven't had one word of promotion. See, this radio station, this company, they think you can just wind it up like an alarm clock. Just put it on there, wind it up, let it go, and all of a sudden, ta-da, here's an audience. You know, it's, I don't understand what they're thinking about, but then again, thinking is not in their uh, vocabulary. It blows 212. That's not good. It blows 212. It's okay, 207. So that's almost even, Stephen. I love it, 28. Well, that's not, see, it blows 212, and I love it, 28. That's not a really good uh, mix. And I hate this poll. A mere 17, only 1.7% out of 981. I bet you if I refresh it again, we got uh, 984. So Chris is already counting on when we come back after the break, we're going to have over 1,000 votes. Then, that's just like coasting time, right on into uh, 2 o'clock, right into the Mad Dog Show. 2 o'clock? We have, to, about, we have to wait for tomorrow. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, tomorrow's... Oh, we, tomorrow we got that ball game. We love the Marlins. And, hey, listen, don't knock it, man. That means I got a 1 o'clock exit. It's Woodbine Wednesday early. I could lose I could lose easy five, six grand tomorrow if I tried. I'm not going to do that. Actually, you know, uh, Sunday, remember I told you I had a good day Saturday? Yes. I won two grand, then one pack Sunday, which is a bad mistake. I have no idea why I did that. I didn't want to let that money get warm in my pocket too much. And uh, I was I had seven hundred bucks on the dollar machine, and then I, got, I had a good machine mine. And then I thought, well, I'm, I can play with their money and go to the five dollar machine and maybe uh-huh. hit like you know twenty five hundred five hundred. Yeah. It's sometimes it's good strategy. And mm-hmm. the five dollar machines weren't paying for a squat skull, man, and just 
pouring the money through there. Not good. Nice good. The dentist yesterday, I'm, I, was, I, I still got pain. Mm. I think he created holes in my gums or something like that. I got a great dentist, though, by the way. Russian guy. No, does Very he good. give you the gas? No, he doesn't give me the gas. He gives me the needle. I told you that. Ah! That long needle. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that's the least. I'm going to tell you. It looks nasty. It's long, long. And the needle, too. But that doesn't hurt at all. You don't feel it. Yeah, right. You don't feel I'm telling you. You do not feel the needle, man. But then when he starts pressing, because he had these, uh, you know, these uh, fillings to remove and then mm -hmm. replace, you know, and, like, and the one he had, like, oh, and the pressure. You don't feel the pain. Oh, and I, I had to laugh because... I sat there for much shorter than usual because usually they give the needle and they wait five minutes and walk away and they let you know they let your uh, thing deaden and uh, your yeah if they're doing too. It right that is and uh, he came back a little soon he says oh, are you frozen I'm like yeah. drooling nothing better than a dentist who wants to start a conversation with you well congratulations get a life attention sport holes are you gay and hard all day uh -huh. make it stay the flaccid way with new hard away the anti-erectile oral roberts inhaler hello this is don amici perhaps you remember me from such films as trading places and cocoon i was excited to come back to life to tell you about this unexciting product designed to unexcite you next time you're standing in the locker room surrounded by naked men just wrap your lips around the pink cigar-shaped Hardaway inhaler before you begin to hate yourself for getting aroused, and you'll soften to a pliable mushroom that folds neatly into a confident, manly gap. Up a Hardaway anti-gay and keep the faggots away. The old jockstrap just ain't what it used to be. Hide your heart away. Alright. 1019 at 560 WQAM. We got 1,006 votes on the poll today, and the poll is... See, you know what I want to do on the year is kind of like a side poll to this? Set. I want to find out which is the least favorite, uh, you know, all these chronic guests that we have on this station who are like like cockroaches. They infest the radio station. It's all, uh, almost like they're trapped inside the transmitter and people can't get them out of the radio. Mm -hmm. Which is the least favorite? You know, like, is it Ira? Is it Drew Rosenstein? Kranz, Schwartzberg? Is it... Um, Bino. Who else we got? Bino Cook. Bino. Oh, Bino. See, I got a sound for that, but all I can play is... <laughs> Sorry, Joyce. 1,006 votes. What's your take on the Kenny and Bo Morning Show on QM? It's heard daily, 7 to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday. That's the only promotion they've ever had. Never heard it, 527. That's 52-plus percent. Never heard it. That's not a very good uh, sign, is it? No. It blows, 218. Uh-oh. It's okay, 215. So that's, you know. I love it, only 29. Well, you know, we can do a little better than that, I think. And I think at least one of those votes was from the inside. Didn't you tell me somebody already voted in there? Maybe it was Robert Greeper, the uh, Grim Reaper, the Lord of the Board. I think if Kenny would stop saying that, a lot more people would listen. Because everybody knows what a jackass Robert Greeper is and how everybody in the building just, oh, just uh, wants to puke from him. Happy birthday, by the way, Robert, and don't yeah, ever today. come back. He's oh, our, he's just he's our favorite guy. Quizzling. Yeah, right. The Lord of the Board, my ass. I love it, 29, and I hate this poll. Only 17, that's only 1.6%. 1.6, we can relate to that kind of a number. <laughs> All right. Out of 1,012 votes. So let's find out from our audience. Boy, and I sure got a, a big pile. Oh, I wish I wouldn't have done this. I did something really bad. I had something all set about Regis's heart. It's big, Neil. It's bigger than both of us. Regis Philbin, co-host of Live with Regis and Kelly, announced yesterday morning on his show that they'll undergo triple bypass surgery this week. He's all heart. Damn it, I don't want to do it. Nobody wants to do it, Phil Bingrack, to his co-host, Kelly Ripa. But they tell me I had a second opinion, so they're all in agreement that it should be the bypass. And so that's what I'm going to do. So, you know, I'm going to do it this week and come back when I'm ready. 
See, this is guy. This is a guy that's made millions. I mean, I mean, big millions. I'm talking about tons of money. And I like Regis, but let's face it, he's not the most talented guy in the world. Philbin, who had an angioplasty procedure 14 years ago, is expected to be off the show for at least five weeks. How about five years, Regis? Come back when you like uh, your when your jaw is down to your knees. A series of co-hosts will fill in, according to a show spokesperson. Live performances scheduled for later this month in Palm Desert and Pala, California, have been canceled. Philbin, 75, has appeared in various talking game shows over the past 40 years, including the primetime hit, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? One of the worst shows I've ever seen in my life. Is that your final answer? And then, of course, About 30, man. that crap, you know. But anyway. Philbin and his wife, Joy, have two grown daughters. I, I like that show they used to have on the, uh, was it the Health Channel or the uh, Family Channel, whatever the hell it was, that exercise show. That was a funny show. That's about the only time Regis was ever really funny. It was a good show. Five, six, seven. Come on, let's hear it. Let's find out who it is that you don't want to hear on this station anymore. And I'm not talking about the host now. Don't start picking on the host like my close personal hey, host, like him or anybody else. Or like, uh, All right. yeah, we're talking about these chronic guests. Who's the biggest tune out? Is it our windbag? We got to kind of like keep track of this, too. Okay. okay. Or maybe you've uh, got your scratch sheet. Yeah, I'm scratching it. 5670560. Oh, you can do it. And pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. See, actually, I had the lines going there for a while, and then I got off on that tangent about Regis and his heart. But I think that's muy importante, isn't it? I mean, don't people no. really care about Regis? No. 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 Well, I thought it was. I guess I made a bad judgment. And now, then, of course, the phones go dead. WQAM, hello. Neil, how are you doing? Okay, sir. Love you, man. Hey, I... I, I used to listen to that uh, morning show when you guys had Joe Rose and everybody there. Right. When we had the little dog on there, man, it was good. Because these guys are so, like, predictable. You could turn it on at any time. It's either the crappy table or some stupid-ass guest that they have on there. Okay. And which guest do you dislike the most? Uh, windbag. Ira Windbag. Good, good choice. Up, man. Okay. Thanks, Pally. Have a good one. Now, who's keeping score? Oh, I'll, I'll write it down. Right. Ira, well, well, what, the, what do you mean, who's keeping score? Well, I was going to have Chris do it, you know. Ira, oh, Chris, listen, he can't afford to spend that kind of energy on something this silly. Sure he can. He'll lose Drew, at who, least who half an people, ounce. Who are the other people that are on all the time? Chris, Chris. since you're the only one who ever... <laughs> huh? Morning show? On any uh, of our shows. All, all of the Let's see, well, Ira's on every show, every day. Yeah, oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> W-I-R-A. We're not talking about the Irish Republican Army. We're talking about W-I-R-A. Let's change the call letters. Um, Goldie well, Drew. Goldie. Let's forget about Goldie if we can. Don't forget him. <laughs> Alex Marvez of the Sun Sentinel. Oh, Alex Marvez. Oh, yeah. Who thinks that I love him? I don't, I've never seen him. I don't know. Maybe I love you, Alex. What do you got? And who else? Well, that, that's enough. That's a good start. WQAM, hello. Yeah, pretty fuck. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hey, how are you doing, buddy? Okay, sir. Hey, um, you know what I miss most is your crossover you had with the hammer. Oh, would you stop? No, serious. That, that, that was the worst garbage. That was another Clarence idea. That was garbage. No, but you know what? You two guys spoke your mind on, on what was going oh, on. Oh, we here. spoke our mind. Great. Hank, you, you know something? I used to do 95% of the talking, and a humper would, like, uh, <laughs> you know, interject an occasional chuckle or whatever while in between bologna sandwiches. Come on, man. Get a life. Well, what, what has that got to do with what we're talking about? He misses the crossover, the cross-dress between me and Hank, okay? Hank's on in the afternoon now, okay? Like this afternoon he ain't on because we got, oh, yeah, he's got that big tournament preview show, excuse me, between 4 and 6.30. 
putting Hank on in the morning was like a, a death wish for him and for the station. He's not a morning guy, okay? Hank doesn't wake up until at least noon, until lunch. That uh, that went over like a pregnant pole vault. These people have made more grotesque mistakes. Not that I want to bitch about our management or about our program director or any of these things. That would be very bad for me to do and totally out of character for yours truly. Oh, God. I'm just one happy camper as long as I get paid. Just give me the money and I'll, you know. Hey, everything is great. You know, like that. Whatever you want me to say. Not. I won't do it. WQAM, hello. Morning, Neil. How are you today? Good. Did you happen to catch that Bill O'Reilly tirade about about those poor kids who were killed in that fire and the Bronx? I saw I saw Keith Olbermann ripping an ass and deservedly so. And if you, you think really I would watch that? Bill O'Reilly, I wouldn't watch Bill O'Reilly, sir. I don't want to know from him. Like I said about Ann Coulter yesterday, this is what kills me about some of you people. You know what the you know something when you go in the backyard and there's a gigantic pile of dog droppings back there. You know what it is. There doesn't have to be any discussion about it. There doesn't have to be any big mystery. You don't have to act like oh my God, can you believe? That's the dog dropped a pile of... That's what it is, okay? And Bill O'Reilly is exactly that pile of excrement, okay? A steaming big pile of nasty-smelling excrement. That's Bill O, okay? Yeah, Keith Olbermann, he did the uh, thing again, the worst person in the world again last night because Good. of that. Oh, yeah, trying to justify, uh, you know, uh, all of these illegal aliens. These kids got fried. They got burned to death in this apartment building. And he's, uh, well, they're trying to get sympathy for the illegal aliens. Oh, oh. So all you people that express such shock about all these people that you watch, well, you know, once in a while we need to see what they're saying. I don't. I, I know what they're saying. Exactly. Hate, sickness, disgusting, twisted. I, I, life is too short to waste my time with such swill. Okay, with such swill, like like sports talk radio. O'Neill, my queen, God. Absolutely. This is another one with abstract. No panic, he's just got that scratchy no Bob River sign. I don't know what that's all about. They're scratching it. Neutral sister is a. Neutral sister is a. Gingrich sister doesn't kiss too many guys. Conservatives will like her kind of fun. You fail. Candace Gingrich says she's proud. She's a gay lesbian. Yay. Every time he sees his sister. Well, it must give Newt the blues. Well, rugby was her hobby, but now she likes the lobby, and he don't much like her views. Newt's little sister is a... Newt's sister is a... Gingrich's sister doesn't shave her legs or thighs. Well, makeup on her eyes or date your son. Gingrich's sister says she's proud, she's a gay lesbian. Yeah. Well, she ain't like her big brother, the speaker of the house. Cause Gingrich's little sister has never had a mister and she never met a trouser mouse. Newt's little sister is a gay. Newt's little sister is a you fat. Gingrich sister doesn't kiss too many guys Conservatives don't like her kind of fun Candace Gingrich says she's proud She's a gay lesbian Alright I'd be dying if my daughter ever dated one Oh wait a minute, she married a Michael Jackson fella And actually when I think about it Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe a lesbian wouldn't be so bad Hey, but she's a Scientologist, Elvis, so what does that tell you? It's Ooh. a 1033. I beg your pardon? I was doing an Elvis. I bet you that uh, Peter Pace don't like uh, the fact that Newt's got a gay, uh, whatever she is, daughter. 
A gay advocacy group today demanded an apology from the Pentagon's top general for calling homosexuality immoral. Killing, uh, kill all the innocent schmatheads over there, that's moral. And sacrificing 30, almost 3,200 American soldiers, that's moral. This is a guy talking about morality. And dropping all them cluster bombs on the lesbianese by way of uh, the U.S. from Israel, that's uh, moral. Talking about morality. You know, when, when butchers start talking about morality, that's when you know, man, you got that big pile. I was talking about mm-hmm. that big, steaming pile of excrement in the backyard. In a newspaper interview yesterday, Marine General Peter Pace, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, had likened homosexuality to adultery and said the military should not condone it by allowing gays to serve openly in the armed forces. General Pace's comments are outrageous, insensitive, and disrespectful to the 65,000 lesbian and gay troops now serving in our armed forces, the Advocacy Group Service Members Legal Defense Network said in a statement on its website. The group has represented some of the thousands dismissed from the military for their sexual orientation, for a little too much hanky-spanky. Pace made his remarks in an interview yesterday with the Chicago Tribune. He was responding to a question about the don't ask, don't tell policy that allows gays and lesbians to serve if they keep their mouth shut, if they keep their sexual orientation private and don't engage in homosexual acts, God forbid. God forbid, don't be touching that. Oh, no. How can you be gay with your mouth shut? Are you going to start again? What? Pace said he supports the policy, which became law in 1994, and prohibits commanders from asking about a person's, a person's sexual orientation. I believe homosexual acts between two individuals are immoral and that we should not condone immoral acts, Pace was quoted as saying in the newspaper interview. I do not believe the U.S. is well served by a policy that says it's okay to be immoral in any way. But you know something? I mean, any, anybody that listens to this crap without either oh, laughing yeah. or crying, the, the one thing that's more moral than anything is to go out and kill some people. That's right. That's moral. Well, you're this doing it for Jesus, morality. so it's a good thing. That's right. Kill some bastards for Jesus. Kill some ragheads for Jesus. Pace, a native of Brooklyn and a 67 graduate of the U.S. Naval Academy, said he based his views on his upbringing. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm bringing up breakfast. I'm bringing up that bacon for uh, another look so That's it. As an individual, I would not want acceptance of gay behavior to be our policy, just like I would not want it to be our policy, that if we were to find out that so-and-so was sleeping with somebody else's wife, we would just look the other way, which we do not. We prosecute that kind of immoral behavior. I say, what's it to you? What, what is yeah, it your exactly. business? Who's, who's sleeping with whom, okay? I think you got your nose out of joint, and you're sticking it in too many people's crotch and too many people's bedrooms, and get the hell out of there is what I say. And what's he got going on? God only knows. You can only imagine. A guy name like Peter Pace. The newspaper said Pace did not address concerns raised by a 2000 government audit that showed some 10,000 troops, including more than 50 specialists in Arabic, have been in charge because of the don't ask, don't tell policy. More than 50 specialists in Arabic. Don't ask, don't tell. What's probably know about that? Representative Marty Meehan, Democrat of Massachusetts, introduced legislation to change the ban. Meehan introduced a similar bill in 2005 that eventually attracted 122 co-sponsors, including Republican Chris Hayes of Connecticut, Independent Bernie Sanders of Vermont. Yeah. Well, it goes on. Oh. The new Zogby pool, commissioned by Michael D. Michael D. Palmson, the University of California, Santa Barbara, 545 troops who served in Iraq and Afghanistan. Three quarters of them said they were comfortable around gay men and lesbians. 37% opposed gays to serve openly, and 26% they should be allowed. 37% said, eh, who cares? Unsure or neutral or neutered or Newt gingrich of those who said they were certain that a member of their unit was gay or lesbian, two-thirds did not believe it hurt morale, according to a poll published in December. Well, there you go. Let's worry about who's sleeping with whom and who's taking what body part and sticking it over here and doing what over there. It's just p- pathetic. Tragic is what it is. And you know what else it is? If I can find it in here, I really doubt. It probably has to have a good bleep in it. 
What is that? I guess it's got one. That's the American way. Yeah, that, see, I, I knew it had to be that one. Got to get a good bleep in it because somebody might actually understand the uh, F word was in there. We don't want to do that. Do we, Joyce? No way. No way. 1,066 votes on the poll. How are we doing that morning show? And we'll continue with that, uh, you know, because you notice the caller so far as usual. They're not even responding to what my question was. As usual. As usual, and that's okay because we've already killed almost 40 minutes. What's wrong with that? It's like the cash register is running. Ka-ching, 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 you know what I mean? What's your take on the Kenny and Bo morning show on QAM? 1,066 votes. We're going to have 1,100 by the top of the hour, Mr. Chris. We'll hit 1,300 today. We will hit 1,300, says Chris. How do you like that? Are we talking about the votes or your weight? No, the votes. Never heard that morning show, the Kenny and Bo morning show. 555. That's not good. Out of 1,075 votes, 52% never heard it. Never gave it a little uh, look-see, a little uh, coochie-coochie, a little something. It blows 240. That morning show, blow. 240 said that. It's okay, 233. 233, okay. I love it, 20, or 30, excuse me. I love it, Scott. About 30, man. And I hate this pull. Look at that. That number is dropping and dropping, just like the numbers here on QM. It's dropping like a gigantic boulder. I hate this pull, 17, 1.5%. You know, it would be good if, if a gigantic boulder was dropping, like, out of the sky, you know, like in, in, into a desert somewhere where it hurt, wouldn't hurt anybody, uh, if somebody was squatting on that boulder. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be something. That would be something really special. Oh, jeez, look out. Look out, Jay. Uh-oh. Don't we'll see him no more. 1,075 votes. <laughs> look out! Look out! Yeah, that, that's right. Oh, and now James Brown, by the way, speaking of little Richard, James Brown, he got his uh, stiff in the box. Finally? Yeah, there ain't nothing like being stiff in the box. And uh, there he is. Well, I mean, he's he's laid out, and then they're going to, like, move him around a little bit and uh, put him on tour. Like the Pope, remember the uh, slob on the slab, the fat Pope that croaked? Uh-huh. And they kept schlepping him around on the slab with those silly little red shoes. Man. You know, it's bad enough that the guy, <laughs> you know, all these guys over there in the Vatican running around in a dress, all dressed up like a bunch of circus clowns. But when they got them silly little red pointy shoes, you know? Right. And then pumps. I mean, when he was wearing them red pumps, I thought to myself, hey, let's write the Red Shoe Diaries, which I don't even know what the hell that is. That's a ladies' thing, isn't it? It's a uh, sex thing. The Red Shoe Diaries is a sex thing? I guess originally it was a movie. Isn't everything? Like one of those skin and acts. When you can sure. write down, especially on the Kenny and Bo Morning Show, everything is a sex thing. I wonder how Kenny and the Mrs. did last night. I'll ask you. I, well, you see, the, I, the, what I think it really boils down to is nobody cares. I know that it's supposed to be very titillating and very scintillating. Uh, nobody cares, you know, whether they did on the square table, under the round table, uh, next to the rectangular table, all of these uh, things. 1,089. Man, we're, I, I'm thinking we're going to get like a million votes today, Chris. Then they will fear us. Definitely. You think? And I know for sure I'm going to be tuned in at 4. It's Hank's big uh, preview show for the uh, College Hoops with Frank Haith. Who the hell is a Frank Hayes? God? Will you vote for me? 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 Absolutely. Senator, everybody loves, even though no one knows what he does. All the Democrats saying, would you please be the guy who runs for the presidency? Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Much about you, no John Networks, no way McCain want someone with an odd last name. Barack Obama, Barack Obama, yeah, yeah, go Barack Obama, cause we can't vote for 
I'm going to vote for you about 100 times, Barack. Have no fear. Viacom sues Google and you, uh, cube for a billion dollars in copyright infringement. How do you like that? Wow. That's something? Well, any interest? No. 1105 votes. How do you like that, Chris? It's not even 11 o'clock yet. It's 1046 in the big city, baby. Eastern daylight time. I love daylight time. I don't care what anybody says. I just wish they'd leave it alone. Stop yeah, changing. Put it on daylight and time and, and leave forth, it alone right. and quit switching back and forth and, you know, up and down and in and out and all this other crap. Just leave it alone, man. Daylight time. There ain't nothing wrong with it. It's really depressing when it starts getting dark. You know, when standard time at like 4.30, quarter to 5 in the afternoon. It's depressing, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you go like to northern Europe, like, like when I was in Helsinki, for example, or in Stockholm, and even in Amsterdam, it's the same thing. In the summertime, it's like light out to like 9.30, 10 o'clock at night, or sometimes even 10.30 at night. Isn't that a wonderful thing? Yes, it is. Of course, there's some people, they like it to get dark, you know, because, I don't know, they just, they're more in the mood for certain things when it's dark, you know, like a muggings, things like that. Oh, I see, because I was going to say. No, I'm not talking, uh, no, it doesn't have to be dark for I, I know, I like it in the light. It all depends. Really? It depends on who you're with, you know. Yeah, that, that makes sense to me. In fact, I don't really care about that as long as it happens to be the right uh, persona. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want to see what's going on. No, and sometimes you don't. And sometimes you hope they don't. In my case, you just want right. to make sure they don't see <laughs> Sometimes you feel like a nut. Oh, my God, look at him. I thought it was somebody else. Oh, geez. Sometimes you don't want people here. to see you, yeah. 1,110 votes on the poll. Boy, we are. I'm telling you one thing. I think we're making a gigantic comeback here because you know how this loyal audience does for us. Because we're on the Titanic here at QA, man. These last trends, I realize, you know, the whole station got screwed and the diaries and bada-beep, bada-boop, and across the street, they got a little bit of a lucky fallout, although still nothing to write home about, you know. See, that, that's the thing that proves, and I've been predicting this for many, many months now, and people laugh, ah, oh, ha, ha, Neil, what do you know? What do you know about radio, you know? I told you, in, in this market, maybe not in other markets that are like real sports markets where there are like real sports fans, but in this market... The whole sports talk concept, it, it was like a fad, you know, and it's, uh, it's running its course. It maybe has run its course. Because if you take the numbers from both stations and put them together, you still don't have much. When you're talking about men, you know, that's supposed to be the big demographic. You put them together and you got Squatsky, man. Not much. I mean, what do we got with sports? Anybody? We got the Panthers making a run for the playoffs. Any interest? Got that game done? No. No interest. Less than none. No. None. No. We don't care. We don't know from that. It's a, a Canuck thing. We don't want to know it like that. And, of course, the Heat, they uh, you know shot their big bolt last year, and now it's like, uh, oh, geez, forget about that. And the Marlins, any interest? Oh, they want a stadium. They want us to build them a stadium. Screw them. And, uh, you know. and the Dolphins, it speaks for itself. They suck. So how can it be a sports market? You know what I'm saying? It's just, uh, and the people that go to the Heat games, from what I've told, I've never been in the Mickey Slip of Mickey Arena, but I keep hearing that the deal about. This is a league that is ruled by, dominated by, and fueled by U.S. television contracts. To put a team in Toronto or any place in Canada doesn't address that. It's not happening. There will never be an NFL team in Toronto. There ain't no team, and there isn't one coming. <laughs> He's great. Bob McCounty's on the fan here. I mean, that's, uh, you know, but then again, this is a real sports town. This is a real sports city, you know. Go Leafs, go. Go Leafs, go. And that guy sitting next to me there in the Macarena a few years ago. I think they're saying, go team, go, is what they're saying. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, I mean, even George knows go Leafs, go. Okay, maybe the most, the most well-known chant at any sporting event by the crowd. They've been screaming, and of course, they, you know, we'd like them to go far away and don't come back. But that's beside the point. 
bunch of idiots. They, they just what is it? Now, I got called yesterday. He had a really good question. What is it? Is it the drinking water? Is it the sun that fries the people's brains? Is that there's something about the the whole ambiance of South Florida that attracts surly, stupid, ignorant the jackasses? What is it? I think it's the tar and the carbon monoxide that we're that might do it. Day. You know, the fact that they're inhaling all them toxic fumes is what George trying to tell you. Maybe that's why your liver fell out. Maybe that's it. I'm going to fall over. Maybe that's why your spleen went splurting out. Oh, that's bad. When you hear that sound and then you realize that's your spleen there, that's not a good sign. 1,115 votes on the poll about the Kenny and Bo Morning Show. 5670560. A lot of food for thought here today, eh? They're saying, go team, go. <laughs> you know, that's why even when I'm in town, I won't go to those hockey games anymore. I just, I refuse to do it. I mean, I could have gone to one last time I was down there. I just, uh, no, I don't think so. I, I mean, there's some nice people there, and they come up and they, you know, kiss my ass, and, hey, Neil, how's it going, hey, and blah, blah, blah. But there are some of the dumbest bastards. Come on, Warrell, hit somebody already. Hit somebody, Warrell. Oh, my God. You just want to put your head in your hands and cry. And then there was that Julio kid at one time a couple of years ago. He's trying to impress me. Ever hear a top shelf, Robbie? Ever hear a top shelf? Yeah, Dick Cavett used to advertise it. It's like, a, it's like dinner in a box, which, you know, quite frankly, you ought to be, Julio. Stupid, stupid, ignorant. And I told you, like, when we first got the Marlins, and, I, and the, these people, your people, I hate to say that, they're sitting to each other explaining the rules of baseball. Well, he's got to go back to first base and tag up right now before the next pitch, which, of course, is not true, but nevertheless. <laughs> I mean, baseball, that's supposed to be your people's sport. Oh, they right. love a baseball. That's in their blood. Man. Yeah, right. Well, maybe There's this, something this in the blood all right. somewhere else. It's called uh, some sexually transmitted disease. Maybe that maybe guy was in Cuba. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'd like to weigh in on your question. I, I don't Good. listen to the morning show anymore. I think Kenny would flourish a little bit if they would let him do his own thing. But you got well, Bo well, there. What, what, what would that like, be? Bo sounds like Sasquatch with Tourette syndrome. And then you got <laughs> the illiterate jocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you got the illiterate jocks that are on their show that can't speak a lick of English. I, so I yeah. turn it to the big dog now. So I listen to you and the big dog, and that's about it. Well, who, now, who's your least favorite one of the uh, nerds that they have on? He's gone. See, so he wouldn't answer the question. I guess he just don't like it, period. Now, maybe I just shouldn't have asked a specific question. I should have just invited people to call in and, and, and rip them an ass. Maybe somebody will call in and say something good about that show. Maybe Toast will call in or something. I think he's Toast. What, what, is, what is his story, anyway? I mean, what is the deal with him? I mean, is he akin to Omelette, or what, what is the deal? I don't know. Now, what show was he on? Was he, he was on with Paul and Ancient Ron, wasn't Yeah, he? they were on when they were doing the Zeta morning show. Well, there once upon a time, there was a great morning show on Zeta, man. It had giant numbers. You can't live in the past, though. You know, it's like the uh, Dolphins and like the Toronto Make Believe, speaking of them. Can't live in the past. Neil wakes me up in the morning. In the morning. Neil wakes me up with a smile. I got a good idea. Let's go on FM. Forget about this satellite radio crap. Let's go on FM. Sounds great. Let's take that country kiss music, man, and just kiss it goodbye. Let's just shut it down the old with your liver and spleen this morning. Go on FM. And my lungs, you can add that to it. And your lungs and your Maybe kidneys. five, ten minutes before oh, I Oh, listen, we don't, we don't want to hear the details oh, I know you of don't. your experience this morning. I mean, that's disgusting. Just, no, I'm not you know, talking about that. What? I'm talking about oh, the gas. Oh, you're talking about the lungs from the gas, from the poison it's not funny. gas. Well, what, what, people are I, walking out. Am I laughing at it? Do I think it's funny? If no, I, I guess there, the people inside the building think I'd it's funny. I'd call OSHA in there. They think it's funny because uh, you're the one yeah, that's suffering. Yeah, let's call OSHA like again. Prison. Yeah. Let's call OSHA on Joe Bell. Now, is he back, Jolly Joe? I don't, is he I don't on, know. Is he with Aerosmith on permanent vacation? Well, there's Chuck Schumer. But a beep, but a boop, but a public saying? servants. Yeah, we don't care. 1,130 votes. 1,130 on the dial. I think that was uh, KMOX St. Louis. 
one of America's great radio stations, even now, I bet. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yep. Hey, the problem with that morning show is that guy, Toast. You were just talking about him. What does he do? No, he had that oblong table when he was on 790 to ticket in the morning when he was with Brandon. That, that thing sucks, man. Oh, he's, he's the one that started that crap? Yeah, he's the one that had the, he had the square table when he did a show with Brandon. Oh, uh, we're going to have to get a hitman to take care of his ass. Yeah, and tell Kenny to get his head out of Wayne's ass, too. That might help. Okay. All right, man. Have a nice day. Well, the day, fact buddy. that he's on a payroll over there, see, that's kind of an incestuous relationship. That makes it a little bit muy difícil, as they say, in parts of Dade County, like in Sweetwater. Muy difícil. Just, uh, you know, always sucking up to the organization. Now, how can you suck up to an organization where every year they don't make the playoffs? They stink to join up. They keep bringing in all these new coaches. They keep having all these breathless press conferences. Oh, we just hired Dave Wonstead. Oh, we just hired uh, Nick Saban. You know, and then these guys, uh, they can't uh, throw them out fast enough. It's a very sick situation, Wayne. But, of course, we can't say that. Do you remember when, when they were having the big meetings with Wayne and... Um, Everybody was like on pins and needles. Oh, don't say anything about that because they're trying to get the Dolphins back on QAM, and we don't want to. We don't want to piss off Wayne. Remember those days? Yeah. yeah. And of course, we still have no idea what is going on. And regardless, it doesn't really make any difference because uh, the games are all televised anyway. And number two, when you got Jimmy Syphilis is going to be doing it on either station, nobody's going to listen to it anyhow. It's going to be grotesque, grotesque. It is absolutely unacceptable, is what it is. Unacceptable. The idea that Jimmy Syphilis, he's a play-by-play. You know something? Before no. I would let him broadcast another sporting event of any kind, play-by-play, play, I would uh, perform open-heart surgery on Regis Philbin, okay, and probably do a better job. And I haven't even got any idea where the hell to find the damn scalpel, okay? And especially, it's a big job, man, because you know about Regis's heart. It's huge. It's big, Neil. It's bigger than both of them. <laughs> he's a good guy. He really is. He's funny. Although, I think he takes himself a little bit too seriously now, you know, but he's good. He's made millions and millions, and i got news for you. When you can make millions with his talent, I, you know, it's like me. You know, when you can make money with my talent, you've, you've done a miracle. Although, I think I'm more talented than he is. Yeah. <laughs> well, how come he's made so much money and I'm scraping by on, uh, you know, on 1.6 a year? One how, of those can I, how can I scrape by on that? Luck and timing. Oh. Thanks, Norma. That's one thing. You can knock Norma all you want, man. He, got, he made me some money. And, that, and when you scrape away all the BS, because let me, let me just a message for all you punks out there, okay? When you work for other people, it always sucks. It's, it's never going to be. I mean, maybe once in a lifetime, somebody says, oh, gee, I worked for this guy who was the greatest boss. You know, like when I worked for Dick Casper at WNWS 100 years ago, he was a great boss and a good friend. You know, we'd go to lunch and we'd discuss uh, programming and ideas and he would listen to me and, you know, and, and we had a great time. We had you know, gigantic ratings. Go to lunch. That's right. And I went to lunch with Joe Bell and with Bruce so Beasley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How the hell did that turn out? No Rogers show. Is your brain? Any questions? Some stations give you cars. Some stations give you cash. But this station is going to give you an unlimited appetite. Just in time for Thanksgiving. That's right. We'll fix it so you can eat as much as you want by making you believe it. Binge and burn. You'll be the third caller when you hear this sound. And we'll send our overnight guy to your house Thanksgiving Day after you've eaten to stick his finger down your throat. Once you've tossed your cookies, you'll be able to start it all over again. Forgo-rama. Just imagine. You can puke and pork all night long. Thanks to our overnight guy's magic index finger. This station assumes no responsibility. Oh, my God. What have we done? 
This is absolutely the worst promotion we've ever come up with, and I personally accept no responsibility. In fact, I just might quit. Well, maybe not. We've got a finger with your name on it. Keep listening to it. Yeah, it felt like a finger. Rectum. 1102 and 560. That's one thing when you go to the proctologist. Always take along a rearview mirror. Never thought about that. that. You know, they have those glasses. With the oh, little, that would be little good. mirrors yeah, but, built in. But like, but like those little mirrors that you can kind of look uh, behind and see what's going on. Because, you know, you can never trust anybody that you don't know all that well. Uh, 1,150 votes on the poll. Now, let me just give the audience a little seminar. Because this is the kind of stuff they like to stink their teeth into, you know, when I let them in on the inside. Because mm-hmm. other radio shows, they always act. Everybody, oh, well, we're the best in the world. And we're kicking ass. You know, like, like Pharrell used to do. Ah, blah, 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 I beat the hell out of Stern in New York. Wow. No, you didn't. Yeah, he just used to make crap up, you know. Which is fine for a little while until everybody re- realizes he's full of crap. But Clarence was in there this morning. Now, now, were you uh, dropping your liver <laughs> at that point or what? Yeah, I guess you missed that, didn't you? you I, didn't I missed know. most of it. I think I came oh, in boy. Uh, at the tail end. Well, you you would have been, been most amused because we were, you know, bemoaning the trends that came out on Friday and how everybody, including us, you know, when the Titanic is going down, it's hard for anybody to stay afloat. And then he said they were most dismayed at the fact that Mad Dog isn't main, you know, isn't keeping the numbers that we have here between ten and two like he used to do when we were on. We used to he used to follow us once upon a time when we'd have like a seven or eight share at uh, one to two, and he'd have a six or a seven between two and three, and generally you know keep the audience. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, well, you know what happened is you screwed it up, okay? You broke it, and sometimes it's like when you have a fine watch, and you keep slamming against the wall, and finally, uh oh. Something something like, uh, yeah, it pops out of it like something broke. And then you try to put the piece back together again, and it doesn't fit. It doesn't work no more. And that's what they did. And they keep breaking it and breaking it and moving it around and potching around. And, uh, oh, well, gee, this worked before. Let's see if it'll work again. Because people are creatures of habit. And when people get out of the habit of listening at a particular time to your radio station or to a particular show or whatever the hell it might be, uh, they don't just all of a sudden when you snap your fingers come back and say, oh, yeah, I used to like that once upon a time. I'm going to go back over there. Because maybe they discovered something else and they're sticking over wherever the hell they are. They're sticking it. You see what I'm saying? What are you saying? I'm saying that these people, this child, this child programmer, we've got, you know, they talk about the infant in the manger and all that stuff, the Jesus crowd, the Jesus Christers, as Gore Vidal calls them. We, we've got the sportsters. We've got the Jesus sportsters. That's their religion. Mm-hmm. And we've got this infant in a manger who I guess they must have found him in a, um, in a basket, a tisket, a tasket. It's Clarence in a basket. I'd like to see him in a box, not a basket. But anyway... Uh, and then he, they think he's the sports Jesus, and what they don't realize is he's the, the Antichrist. As he continues putting on this fall to all. I mean, you have basketball games in the middle of the daytime. I don't care what kind of a stupid-ass tournament it is. In the middle of the daytime, when people are awake and might actually have the chance to be listening, and might want to turn on something that you got that somebody would want to listen to? In the middle of the daytime? In my room, where my wife sleeps, where my children <laughs> play with their toys? That's right. Well, I wonder if I still have I wonder if I still have any of that crap on there. I got out of the habit of playing that stuff. It's your fault. I know. I'm sure I got some of that stuff in here. With Frankie Pentangeli. Where is it? Oh. You want him to leave now? Let him go back to New York. We already made our plans. No man had too much wine. There you go. Frankie had too much wine. Try the wine, Frankie. <laughs> So I don't want to be whining here myself, but I'm just telling you the kind of thinking that goes on in this place. Well, it worked once before. How come it ain't happening again? Because you keep breaking it. You keep chasing people away. 
and then you want them to come back. Right. Also, Won't you please? Yes. We had no competition, never had any competition. Yeah. No other talk station in this town. Talk station. See, there's a difference. See, these people think they got a talk station, but they don't. They got a sports station with a talk show that's on from 10 to 2. They don't have a talk station. Right. So any number we've ever gotten has only been a phantom number. No competition well, well, anywhere. What does that mean? It means we've had no competition on this station. The whole station. There's no other local talk station. Well, what does that mean? We don't have any competition. You mean like Rush? Right. Exactly. And like Billow? Right. Exactly. And Jerry Springer? There's no other local talk stations that in That is correct. Town. That is absolutely correct, sir. I know that. And, and what are you trying to say? Are you starting again with a business that they need to change the format? No, you know, that's not what I said. No wonder they're pumping the poison gas through there, man. You are messing with their plans, yeah, right. baby. Everybody you in the are, building, blame me. You are sticking your finger right inside their uh, navel and twisting really hard. You know, that's one thing about navels, man. I don't know. Navels always are kind of interesting to me. I don't know why. Yeah. Don't you think navels are interesting? They oh, can be. Yeah. And when you stick your finger in your navel, once in a while, there's a really interesting aroma. I guess if you don't... It's not interesting, no. (laughs) And if you stick your finger in somebody else's navel, sometimes there's a really grotesque... And then when that uh, lint, that navel lint comes Mm -hmm. flying out... I'm getting a sweater with mine. 1,161 votes on the poll today. We're going to have... Oh, man. What did you say, Chris? 12 out of 13? 13. We can do 14. How do you like that? I can name that tune in 1,400 votes. You'll see. WQAM Programming Seminar. Hello. Yeah, good uh, good morning, Uncle. Good evening, sir. Yeah, the fir- the first thing about Clarence, how oh, how can Mad Dog have a good number when Mad Dog only work one one day a week? That is a problem when he's only on fourteen days a year. That is a problem. Exactly. Come for, for February, you only work twice, I think. Anyway, yeah. I'm for the. I wish prelim- I had that deal. Yeah, I'm for the. Pre- he brags about it every day, so he's stealing money. Mm-hmm. And for well, the other no problem to him. For the other thing you were talking about with the worst guest, all about Eric, Eric Reed. Is the guy oh, Eric Reed who talks through his teeth from the heat. Eric Reed, yeah, that's a good choice. Okay, Uncle Neil, keep it up. Thank you so much, pal. Right. Okay, Eric Reed. I mean, yeah, like I, I, I try to explain to these people, they don't understand. I, I told Clarence this morning, I said, when you're doing a sports format, you're already narrow casting. There's only a small percentage of the public out there, even the guys who are so obsessed with sports that they want to digest it and eat it and chew it and lick it and sniff it 24-7. That no, no. You, even, even if you're a sports fan like I am, you don't want to hear about the same crap over and over. Oh, okay. So you're already narrow casting. You're cutting yourself down to a small segment of the population. Then, when you put on a guy... Like like, for example, Drew Rosencrantz, Schwartzstein, and, and he's going to talk the same crap every day and plug his uh, car thing, whatever it is. The number of people who are interested... See, most people hate him like poison anyway. Am I right, Chris? Don't most people hate him like uh, an enema? Which one? Drew Rosencrantzstein, Schwartz. Well, yeah, pretty much, basically. Yes. He's, he's reviled. So, and, of course, like Dickie V. Didn't they have Dickie V? I didn't hear it, but I heard them promoing yesterday. They had Dickie V on there. He was on this morning, I believe. Oh! I mean, if there is some... Hey, baby! Hey, baby! Seriously, if I had a 2 by 4 with a rusty nail in it, man, I couldn't do enough damage to his bald spot. That, that, that's how I feel about Dickie V. Good God Almighty. Oh, there's Peter Pace talking about the uh, fags are immoral. It's okay for us to kill people and to poke your eyes out and you know, put the poison gas up your uh, ass. But otherwise, it's, uh, everything is immoral. Yeah, I was told if you'd like to hear the Dickie V interview, um, you can go to WQAM.com. To no, thanks. Let's go there now. In fact, let's replay it. We can, we can work ourselves down to an easy 0.3 in no time. WQAM programming, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. 
Listen, a little programming suggestion. Right please, now. please get them to stop with the Ira Winderman all day, all the time. He's like one of those infomercial guys. He just keeps talking and talking and talking and talking, and he's on every show. Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, does he buy time? Seriously, is it a commercial? Or I think he's just... got the naked pictures, man. The Beasleys and the Billy Goats, he must have. He's got those pictures of Shaq and Josh Friedman kissing. I don't know what it is, but they, he's got to get off the air, please. Okay, thank you, sir. Thanks, man. There's one of Ira's big fans. <laughs> I agree, man. He is gruesome. See, the th here's what I don't understand. There are people on this station, including yours truly. We don't have any guests on this show. If I had to bring guests on here with the money they're paying me to do an entertaining show, I'd say, I'm stealing, man. I don't, I don't deserve this kind of money. But I sit here with uh, George and Chris and uh, whatever other uh, bozos are having Josh once in a while. And, and we, uh, do, you know, we just uh, fly by you know, automatic pilot. But if I'm getting paid a lot of money and I got to bring some expert on, I mean, if you're if you're supposed to be a sports host, then well, what do you need some expert on? You're supposed to know these things. Aren't you supposed to know all, all of these things. things? That's right. What do I need to bring some windbag on? Some loudmouth, squeaky-voiced windbag who's on? I I still say change the colors. W I R A Ira Radio. All Ira all day. What do you say? Yeah, too bad W I N D is already taken. Speaking of yeah, windbag. Win, as in windbag. Yeah, W I N D Chicago, windbag. Oh, my God. Well, and, and you know something? You're allowing me to get all whipped up and excited about this, and I don't care. It's because it's of good. the fumes. I'm out of my mind. I'm out of my head. I'm almost unconscious. Are you going to stop bitching about those no. fumes or what? No. no. Well, when you stop bitching, we'll know you're dead. Right. 1171 on the pool, man. I think by the bottom of the hour, we got 1,200. We're 14 today, or I'm going away. If we don't do 14 every votes, we're leaving the 1250 tomorrow for the Marlins pregame. Marlins and the Orioles tomorrow at 1250. Wow. Here's uh, the deal. 1,175 votes. What's your take on the Kenny and Bo Morning Show on QM? It's on Monday through Friday, 7 to 10 in the morning, with Kenny Walker, who's like a real broadcaster, and Kim Bocamper, who's not, and the Toast, who's got a lot of stupid ideas like the square. So Toast inflicted that upon them. See, what did I tell you many months ago when those guys first went on? Did I tell you that Kenny was a wuss and that he was letting them destroy the show? Did I tell you that? I don't and remember. That it was doomed to fail? I told you that. On the air, I told you that. I don't remember. He was allowing them to, with all these prefabricated segments, and he's letting Toast, uh, if I was him, I'd kick Toast's ass right on the air tomorrow. We could promote it ahead of time, get a 30 share easy. What's your take on the Kitty and Bo Morning Show on QM? Never heard it, 601. 51.1% of this gigantic Neil Rogers audience never even heard it. They wouldn't know where to find it with both hands. It blows, 265. It's okay, 256. I love it, 34. Only 34 love it. I love it, but not that show. And I hate this pool, Amir 19, only 1.6%. A 1.6, that sounds like a nice, comfortable number. Mackinac, this is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil Gott. Real American a-holes. Real American a-holes. We salute you. Mr. Support the War in Iraq, but will never volunteer, guy. Mr. Support the War in Iraq, but will never volunteer, guy. You fully endorse the war on terror, but they don't get American Chopper in Baghdad. So it looks like you'll be sitting this one out. Love to watch the tunnels now. Your blood boils when you view the carnage on the evening news. But hey, you have season tickets on the 40-yard line. And isn't that the real American dream? Almost made the playoffs! Sure, your grandfather left an arm in Normandy, and Uncle Jimmy still thinks he's in Da Nang. 
But things are different now. They didn't have to program their iPod. Never missed a podcast now. The sight of Saddam Hussein's lifeless body dangling in the air gave you chills. But so does Central Air. And that's why you're staying put. So we salute you, Mr. Support the War in Iraq but will never volunteer guy. The yellow ribbon magnet on your hybrid. Your FDNY ball cap and your summer home. You are a real American a-hole. We got something new. We're working on engineering. It's going to be uh, really exciting. Never tried before on radio. We're going to have the audio from QM come out of everybody's... Rectum. It's not going to be a podcast. It's going to be a bodcast. Rectum. Uh, that's where it's going to You should copyright that. And giving new meaning to the expression, talking out your ass, or however that goes. Uh, 11, 11.85 already. By the bottom of the hour, we're going to have 1,200. Man, we could do a million votes today, Chris. I always say this like I'm all excited about it. And he's like, eh, yeah, yeah. You pretend that you care anyway, don't you? Oh, I love it. <laughs> See what Makes my her. day. Oh, that even, even woke me up. up. He is. You're just, you're just amazing. <sighs> really. you're, you're a good guy, but you're just so full of crap, you know? <laughs> See, he's jealous now because Josh Cordes came in and keeps telling me he loves me so much because he wants me to send him a check, and I send him that flavor wave. Uh, how's Josh doing with the flavor wave, by the way? I haven't gotten a recent report. With his uh, hot Russian girlfriend, huh? Well, those are two different answers. Well, a flavor wave gets pretty hot. I don't know if it gets yeah. as hot as she does, but that's beside the point. She's I'm sure he's pretty damn hot. occupied. I'm She's sure that smoking. they're keeping each other very big. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, what do you expect? Five six seven. Oh, more power to all you uh, punks. Five six seven. Oh five sixty. And pound five. See, when you get to be, uh, I hate to say this because this is an admission of being an old fart. I just uh, don't care about that that much anymore. You know, like when I was in Berlin, I came back four days early. I mean, I had like a veritable mm-hmm. human meat market over there that I could have. And I just, I don't know. Not that I'm not capable, you understand. I don't want you to think that I'm going to... And, and all the spam stuff I get, like on my BlackBerry all day long, all these uh, spam emails that come in. Most of it is these ED things. I mean, there must be 87,000 different products for that now. And I'm thinking, why are they bothering me? I don't have a problem with that. I just sometimes have a problem fi- finding the right partner. That's another story. No, I actually don't. I see. Dance partner. It's just, no, it's just not that important anymore, you know? And I'm sure no, in another five, six years, if I make it that long, it'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember what that was all about. I'll leave that for somebody else. WQAM, hello. How you coming with the exercise regimen? Oh, it's really good. I've been uh, doing push-ups in the pickle patch. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. <laughs> that was a good fax the other day. But oh, now that you're losing all this weight, you really need to start on an exercise regimen. I try to tell them Jews don't do exercise, honey. Jews don't do exercise. That's a Jew thing. That's the only thing we do is uh, pick up the deposit and put it in the bank. I could tell you a story about my bank, but I better not. WQAM, hello. Is Queer AM? Queer AM, yes. Queer AM. Yeah. Okay, Kevin. Okay. That was it. You know, it took him all day to think that out. Yeah. Okay, Kevin. WQAM's boyfriend's out there listening. QAM, hello. Hi, Norma. WQAM, hello. Okay, not there. Well, we were on a little bit of a roll there, actually. We had a few, well, you know, I wouldn't say sensational calls, but uh, somewhat interesting. You know, like, uh, I don't know, lukewarm. Not real hot. Like the uh, three bears in the porridge. Wasn't it uh, Goldilocks and the three bears? And it wasn't too hot and wasn't too warm. It was just right. That's how I like it. Not too warm and not too uh, cold. Just right. How can it be too hot? Oh, it can be. It can be nice. scalding. Have you ever have you ever gone to a restaurant and had soup and they and they have the thing they heated up so much that actually the soup on the bottom of the container is getting like scalded. You know, like no. like it burn. It's burned. No. You never had that. Never. Well, you're very lucky. 
And then I you wish. take and you take the first spoonful of that soup and it just it just scalds your tongue like your taste buds just get scraped right off of there. They just are eviscerated. Whatever the hell that means. And soup like they uh, they think it's vichyssoise. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil, good afternoon. I still don't have anything to say. Yeah, okay, that's obvious. WQAM, hello. QAM. Dr. Daddy, baby. WQAM, hello. WQ, boy, it sounds like they really got the instruments out today. They must have all their toys out. QAM, hello. Who stole the cookie from the cookie jar? WQAM, Prozac line. Hello. Yeah, there was one. WDC, it's good when you even know which one is going to be on which line. Mm-hmm. It always goes to show you've done it long enough to know what's going on. QAM, hello. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, sir? Excellent, excellent. I didn't even go through your screener right to you. That's the way we like it. We don't have no screener on this show. We don't do names. We don't do screeners. We just grab right whatever is on there, okay? That's you know, the way to do it. 1196 in the pull Talked to you a couple of years ago when I was uh-huh. down visiting for the winter time, and I got to tell you, you belong in a real marketplace. Screw this Miami. Come on up to New York. <laughs> yeah. You can deal with the cold. You'll make some big coin up there. Yeah. You mean down there? Yeah, well, it's up down there, there from here. I'm, I'm sitting in Toronto right now, sir. I'm in my boxer shorts sitting in my uh, apartment in Toronto. I didn't know that. Well, there you go. Okay, so get with it. Yeah, come on up to New York. I mean, down to New York, sir. I'm up. Uh, and by the way, toasty today for uh, Castronova, who loves the Toronto weather reports. That's really captivating radio, yeah. Captivate my ass, okay, you loser. Eight degrees. That's uh, 40. It's going to be 11 today. going to be 52, and the sun is coming out. Can you believe it? There's actually a temperature. There's such a thing as temperatures in the 50s uh, Fahrenheit. I didn't even know that. Wow. So spring is sprung, baby, whatever that means. I guess that's because we turned the clock ahead. Maybe if we turn it ahead another hour, it would be like 75 this afternoon. WQAM, hello. Can you believe it? There's actually a... Uh, Canada. Yeah, we, 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 that's, that, that's not even the right one. That's no. a faker. WQAM, hello. When you get by ripping Hank, he sucks. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. What's going on, buddy? I'm on the way to go plunge my brains out right now to make a suki. Yeah. I hope I get a good machine, man. Get a good, get you a good machine, man. I haven't found one in quite some time. Although Saturday I did okay, and I just decided, well, I don't know. I feel guilty with all this money, you know, hanging around in my woodbine wallet. So I went back Sunday and gave it back to him. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not complaining about it. It killed some good time. I had a little bit of entertainment. I wouldn't say free entertainment. Free for, you know, a couple of grand, but nevertheless. 1196 on the pool. I bet you if you refresh that, old man, you're going to see maybe 1200 on there, and then Chris is going to... Look at look at what it is. What do you got? Mine, I got 1200 even. What do you got? A headache? No, seriously. 1200 even. What did I just get through saying? I bet if I clicked it, it's going to be 1200. That means I got to leave right now and go to Woodbine because the good machine with the jackpot's waiting for me right now. The five dollar jackpot machine, 366 grand, which they've never given away once since they've been open five plus years, maybe six years. Come on, if you're going to pretend to give away jackpots, give it up. You know, give it up like uh, once. Once would be good to this old queen. Give it up. Wouldn't that be sweet? Come on, give it up. 366 grand. I'd send you guys a little something, something. Well, Josh, I would send Josh probably a bigger check than you guys because Josh loves me. Josh Cordes. Yeah, well, we just like you. Well, that's that's not good enough, you know? We're, we're fond of you. We approve of your existence. <laughs> yeah, well, thanks a lot. Okay, big deal. I'm really impressed. <laughs> not. 26 past 11 at 560. We got 
Jim Mandich is actually working today from 2 to 4. Listen, I don't knock that. I, these guys, whatever kind of... I'm, I'm for the talent. You know that. Mm-hmm. If, he, if he can get paid big money for working three days a year, I'm all for it. Doesn't help the numbers a lot, but nevertheless. Of course, tomorrow he won't be on at all anyway because we got that stupid-ass Marlin exhibitionist game. Gee, let's see. He's working Thursday at the Rival Sports Grill. In fact, uh, the whole afternoon stuff is from there. And then he's working again Friday. What's wrong with that? Why are people picking on the uh, Mad Dog? He's, uh, right. he's doing it. And if they would have just left him where he belonged in the first place and not kept with his musical chairs. Hey, I, I wish you could have heard that seminar from Clarence. You think it was funny when he called you in that day and was telling you not to talk religion because it pisses people off and maybe you could talk well, sports? Remember no, that? He didn't call me in. I went in there to rant. Well, and whatever. Whatever the deal was. Trying to get defensive. If I were to tell you that he has no clue, that would be the greatest understatement in the history of the subhuman race. You don't have to tell me. I tell you. you don't have to tell me. No. Just in case you missed it. I didn't miss it. Thank you, baby. All right. Everybody's in rehab for no reason at all. Double on the pole. Unless you run a mess oh. or make your own eight ball. Call the Herald and the Sun Sentinel. You don't need to go to rehab for something dumb you say. Uh-oh. There's no 12-step program for hating someone gay. Gay. Everybody's in rehab when they shouldn't be. Absolutely. Everybody's in rehab to cover their own ass. If you just threw one jab Rectum. or smoked a little grass, you don't need to go to rehab for making racial slurs. Or if your underwear happens to be hers, rehab's not for exhaustion. Control your ego. Stop making up lies. 1133 Boy, that phone is dead as a doornail, man. It looks really, really grim. And here we're doing a seminar, a survey on uh, which which one of these uh, repetitive hosts and or segments. We probably should have put the segments in there, too, you know? Like the oblong table. Yeah. yeah. And straight or not gay or whatever that thing is. Uh, all of this stuff. Which one aggravates them the most and causes them to die for the dollar? No more. I can't take it. No mas, Tomas. No mas. 12.06, though, on this pool. What's your take on the Kenny and Bo morning show on QM? Heard 7 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday. They get no promotion, and quite frankly, would it make a difference? Anyway, never heard at 6.10. 6.10? You think that's just, uh, you think maybe that's an omen, 6.10? W-I-O-D. Oh, I hate that station. It blows. That, that's over 50%, by the way. 50.5%. Never heard it. They don't know from it. It blows 2.75. It's okay, 266. I love it. I'd be loving it, 35. Boy, that, that's uh, not too good. And I hate this pool, only uh, 20, 1.6%. Solamente 20. 5670560. Come on, let's crank this thing up, okay? Because otherwise, all we got is this, you know. That's all we got. And, what? Oh, listen, he does it on cue. I mean, it's all we expect it to be, and it's, uh, you know, at least, at least predictable, if nothing else. And pound 560 and the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. These people, the cats got their tongue, or else maybe they are all gone. 
talk about drowning on the Titanic. Even, even the good people in the Titanic, a lot of them, they just, you know, it's one of those things. They may have been good people, but then they turned out to be dead good people. That's the way it goes. WQAM, hello. How you doing, uh, Neil? Okay, sir. Uh, I think we should throw that show away, that Kenny and Bo, and give it to George. Uh, and pay him a million dollars uh, for a year. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he must be getting those fumes must be in his house, too. I'm telling you. 567-0560. Oh, Come on, get off your dead asses for a cry out loud. What is with you people, okay? i got a fine pile of stuff here about, you know, Halliburton and uh, uh, Frank Lautenberg is once a, uh, uh investigation. If Hall the Halliburton moved to Dubai's link to deals with Iran, all this other. i got a whole bunch of stuff. But I don't want to do that. All the gas prices. Thank you, Mr. President, by the way, for those low gas prices. They're just spiking up again. Gas. As the rape of the public goes on, you know? Did you say gas? I said gas. <laughs> Give it to him. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, what sir. is going on with Sylvester? Absolutely. <coughs> over there with the steroids he imported in Australia. Who cares? Uh, who cares? Old, boring news, man. Talk about an old toad. Nobody cares. What is going on over there with Sylvester? See, this again goes back to that whole concept, you know, the inside edition mentality of the Americans. If it's some, some celebrity, no matter how burnt out or washed out they are, like, like sliced alone, they hear some stupid thing. Who cares what he did? Who, who gives a, who, if he has wild diarrhea for the rest of his life, do I give a flying crap about it? No, he might, but I don't. God. Get a life, sir. Get a freaking life and forget about slides. You know, that, that, that this morning, that when they were doing the thing with the uh, square table, and I had it on really low here in the background. And they asked the one guy, the question was, if Rocky was a baseball player, what position would he play? And at that, what, that point, you make, I'm sorry, the few... At that point, know. listen to me, at that point I was very grateful that I have no sharp objects here in the studio. I mean, I could have gone to the kitchen, I got some really sharp knives, but so, uh, I, was, I was just frozen here in suspended animation like my friend Larry. Uh -huh. You know, I, I thought... Did you really, I mean, are you serious about this? Like somebody's going to listen to you asking if, if, if Rocky was a baseball player, what position would he play? So uh, what was the answer? WQAM, hello. Dale? I didn't stay that long. Yes, sir. Oh. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Catcher. Quick question. Been with you for uh, many an eon at dog's age. Yeah. Here's the drop you use. It's, uh, you use it whenever you talk about Geldy. Yeah. Not the squawking, but it sounds like uh, somebody's got him over a barrel. Uh, yeah. Is, is that actually him? Yeah. That's Geldy. It's not Goldie, it's Geldy. See, you're, you're confusing. There's Mo and there's uh, Howard David. There's Mo, two different people. And there's Goldie and there's Geldy. Okay. But what was... What was happening to him when that He was, was getting a spanking, okay? He was getting a spanking, which is what you're going to get if you don't, you know. Get a life, pal. I have no life. 1,216 votes on the poll. What was happening to uh, the fictitious character when he was getting a fictitious spanking and was making those fictitious <coughs> sounds? Oh, that wants this guy to know with his fictitious life. When you get to Florida, there should be a big, gigantic billboard that says... I have no life. WQAM, hello. Neil, uh... I gotta say that being both things terrible. Speak up, sir. Speak up. Come on, I can't hear a damn thing you're saying. Speak up. I apologize. Is that better? That's a little better. Speak in the area where uh, the holes are. I gotta say that I think Kenny and Bo are just not a good fit. Every every kind of situation they've set up in the morning for you, it has not been a good fit. I don't know. It, no matter how many roadblocks they put up, you still persevere. You still make them a ton of money, and they refuse to give you any support. 
<laughs> you know, is this supposed to make me feel better? No, I just want to know what did, what did you ever do to them? Yeah, right, exactly. Oh, yeah, there's another guy with one line, yeah. WQAM, hello. QAM. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, I've, I've given a chance to that show in the morning. It's just like a constant laugh track. It's a yuck-yuck show all, all yeah. morning. <laughs> yeah. All morning. I mean, I really try. I rather listen to Paul Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you must you must be missing the funny parts. All right. You know something? See, I mean, Rick Riley did that. <laughs> yeah. If nothing else, I mean, also I stole I stole that from them. Yeah. Because they're not on the air anymore. I, I confess, when I see other people's material, I'll be the first one to tell you that was a Rick and Suds. <laughs> but they're not on anymore. So, and I'm sure next time you're on with Suds, there he'll tell you, oh, I don't care. No, of course he doesn't. He couldn't care less. No. And by the way, he probably hates Rick now too, anyway. Because Rick would always negotiate the contracts, and he'd get himself as much money as possible. He'd get, mm-hmm. he'd get Suds, you know, a few bucks. About 30, uh, 30 bucks, you know. I don't think Suds is actually capable of hating at all. No, he, he's just a good guy. He's just right. one of those people. 1220 on the pool. Oh, man, we got. I think we got 14 licked. Call me crazy. You're crazy. It's only 1140? Oh, really? Oh, look at that. Democratic Senator Chuck Schumer calls on Alberto V.O. 5 Gonzalez to resign, the attorney general in charge. Nice going, Chuck. He's a good guy, Chuck Schumer. You know, but then again, we don't want to get too political because nobody knows. The guy that called in yesterday that was talking about Barack Obama said, well, you know, that congressman from Illinois, uh, uh, mm-hmm. wow. I, I think Florida needs a big, you know what we need to do? We need to find a huge, huge, and give Florida a gigantic blueberry enema, I think is what would solve the problem. A huge enema, man. Couldn't hurt. And Something you know, too bad. Too bad. My mother's not around anymore, man. She was the expert on that. Really, Enema Day keeps the <laughs> keeps mm. the frustration away. What that was her motto, man. I used to think that she was hooked on candy, and I found that all those chocolate bars. It was really <laughs> X-lax. Oh, that's oh, bad. No. Oh yes. No, I don't know. She wasn't. Now, when you were a kid, did you uh, you know discover the X-lax and, and think that it was uh, you know candy? No, I know yeah. I did not. Give me a little bit of credit, okay? Well, I did. Did you really? Maybe this morning, as a matter of fact, when he was a kid. <laughs> Sounds like it to me. I mean, when your liver falls out, there must be some reason for it. 1,221 votes on the pool. Up, little boy. Yes. Boy, huh? if you log on to eBay, you can bid on my two. But you shouldn't be buying a thing that don't belong to you. And so I'm saying, return my motor. I want to get back. That's a mighty golden feeling. That's a mighty black. One hundred thousand. That's quite a cost. Oh, that much money can buy a lifetime supply of clothes. You're the weirdo who buys it You need therapy Because the only one does that Is the freaking tooth fairy And 
so I'm singing. You fair return no more. Come on, be a path. Why would they auction? I hear the tooth fairy bites is what I'm hearing. Return my mold. Tell me just an ugly rumor, but now it's. You've got no right to sell my teeth. That really bites. See, that isn't even a funny bit, but it is. I went to the dentist yesterday again and finished up all my deals. So I figure, you know, just, just for my own sake. And, and you're wrong about the needle, by the way. That, that, that's the best part. You've been very lucky. Well, that's because I got a good dentist. He knows right. how to uh, to drill you. I mean, at least with the needle uh-huh. thing. I'm telling you, I got a great dentist. He's, he's Ruski, man. He's great. Every time I go, they stick that needle like right into the bone, right into the jaw. You know, you know one of the amazing parts about when you're like in a real city like Toronto? I, I know this comes as a shock to people who think that South Florida is like a real place. But like people, if they're going to stay in business, like dental people and medical people, people who are like pra- healthcare practitioners, you know what I'm saying? They're mm-hmm. like great. They're huh. really good. Huh. As opposed to South Florida, where if you find somebody who's like a good doctor, it's like, oh, my God, let's uh, write this down in our memoirs. You know, like somebody who's uh, not just a pill pusher, a pill pusher. Now, you're going to, you remember you did a favor for our good friend Christopher this morning, and you put him on that uh, Top Friends thing? Well, yeah. I don't know why people care about that. It's, it's, it's no well, consequence to people. Some people collect on uh, He's just, friends. he's got, look, anybody who says, I'm beautiful no matter what they say, and he's a good guy, I'm just, I'm just kidding him a little bit. Yeah. But anybody who says that on his profile, you know he's got a little bit of an ego there. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. Not at all. But anyway, so you did that. And wait, you're going you're gonna to be so pleased that you did that when you hear what he wrote. Okay. He says, thanks for the top friend, Ed. You're the king, but a beep, but a the queen. I said that. He says, by the way, here comes the good part. I know tons, in capital letters, I know tons of people who listen to you at 10 and turn right, drop right off at 2. Huh. That's the norm among my friends. We are sports fans, but who the hell wants to talk about sports all day? I would rather actually be participating in them, says Christopher. Huh. You're not impressed? Huh? I'm, I must have missed something. Huh? Will you stop? You're not impressed by that? I, I missed it. I'm sorry. I must have had a brain fart. Okay. Say that again. Chris, did you get it? Did you hear what he said? That he likes to play sports, not listen about it. There, well, I'll read it again. Oh, that, okay. He says, I know tons of people. You're, you're just not paying any attention to this. I don't I'm know what telling you, I'm ready to pass out. Well, you think it's Look, a joke. That's no excuse, okay? When you're dead, let me know. And oh, another drilling. Excuse. Great. Maybe they're going to drill an air hole in here. That maybe can't my hurt. dentist is there, okay? Maybe you heard me get recommending oh. what a great job he does, okay? Maybe it's your turn to get drilled. I got drilled yesterday. Maybe you ought to get drilled today, huh? Well, I pass out Maybe if Sruan was there, it would be her day to get I drilled. But, you know, in that case, well, you can see the green fumes being pumped into his side. Can I read this to you and would you please listen? Just try, try to like shake your head a little bit, slap yourself on the side <laughs> of the face a little bit. There you go. That's it. He says, I, know ton- I know tons of people listen to you at ten and drop right off at two. That's the norm uh-huh. among my friends. We are sports fans, but who the hell wants to talk about sports all day? I would rather actually be participating in them. He says, Amen, brother. See, well, that's as enthusiastic that's right. as you're going to be. You said you said the word sports, and my brain shut off. I'm sorry. You better watch it right now, mister. You're going to wind up on Clarence's Schmidt list. Already there. Oh. And everybody else in the building. I know, already there. Actually, you know, well, one of, you know how they put they, those clamps? I don't want to get too much into the dental thing because I'm all done for a long uh-huh. time. I mean, the, the blocks. Cleaning. The what? The blocks. No, no, not, not the blocks to keep your jaw, but, but when they're going to, like, put the uh, filling in, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. 
and they had this like metal clamp they put on there, and then they take that instrument that sticks the um, the filling thing in there, like in, in, the, right. in the slot, whatever. And he he had the thing clamped on so hard. I want because because you know your gums are. And in fact, on that side, he didn't even anesthetize the uh, the other side. Huh? Whatever. He's good though. And and I think that a lot of these guys, I say this anyway, they enjoy the pain. Twelve hundred and forty-one votes on a very important poll as QM. We are trying to put the pieces of Greg Reed's puzzle back together again. And of course, Joe Bell. Joe is a good guy, but he. Is. Oh look at that! Oh no! Uh -oh. The Stardust. Oh, this is bad news. What happened? Oh, you down. know how they do in Vegas? How they're sure. coming up. You didn't hear about that? No, uh -oh. I, I love the Stardust. I, I probably have been. In, that no was the luckiest don't. casino for me in Vegas. Always was the Stardust. I had I had a couple of good machines there, man. That always were really loosey goosey, you know, loose machines. And I I used to do pretty good at Stardust. And the sports book there I liked too, as a matter of fact. And they just knocked the damn thing down. Don't you love that when they do that in Vegas, man, when, there's, when they're ready, when mm -hmm. a place has just outlived its usefulness, and they're right. going to replace it with something else for about $5 billion? They don't mess and around. And they, they just detonate that thing, and mm -hmm. psh, there it goes. Did you see it? Yeah. That was pretty exciting. I love the Stardust. And they had, well, what's that place I told you they have one in uh, Falls View, Niagara Falls? What the hell's the name of that place? Like, a, like one of those old 50s um, uh, hamburger joint type places, Johnny, Ro oh, Johnny Rockets. Okay. I can't believe I actually remember that. There used to be a place like that in the Stardust before they uh, tore it down, and then they went out anyway. But it was like one of those old fifties places with the jukeboxes and you know, and the great little burgers and the whole oh, stuff. Like a, like a diner and booths and things like that. Yeah, I like that. Oh God, I, I, there, the Stardust was schmaltzy, man. It was a good place. I don't think I'll ever go back out there though. It's a long schlep. I can understand if you live like in L.A. or you live like uh, I don't know St. Louis, San Louis. But uh, they go all the way to Vegas. I mean, I can go. I can go right up the Hershey Highway here if I want to lose my ass. Twelve hundred and forty-eight votes on the poll. We got fourteen hundred made in the shade. You can take it to the bank, Chris. Mark it down right now. Take it to the bank. Take the money, honey. What's so your take? We hit fourteen hundred. Did I get a uh, pay raise? Yeah, fourteen cent. <laughs> I mean, how long have you been on the show? Like two months. I'm not talking about the show. I mean, just overall for being well, here. But what, what, what else do you do there? Do you do other work at the station besides work yep. on the famous, on the legendary Neil Rogers show? I work your show. I work on uh, Sundays. I do the Hurricanes. Now, do you, are you on a show on Saturday with that guy with no punches pooed? That guy, no uh, punches pooed? No, not anymore. I don't run oh. the show. You used to be on with a guy with no punches pooed? I used pooed? to run the show when I would work Saturday. Wow. Then. Now, is he as goofy uh, off the air as he is on the air, no punches pooed? He's a very intense person. Well, what does that mean? Um, so is Robert Grieper, for that matter. You know, the, Robert Grieper, the Grim Reaper, the Lord of the Board. If Kenny Walker says that again, I'm going to come down there with an Uzi, and I'm going to blow his brains out if I can find him. The Lord of the Board, the King of the... Uh, oh, Jesus, God. Robert Grieper. You know, if you're going to kissy-kissy up to somebody, Kenny, there in that uh, entourage in the morning, he isn't the one to be kissy-kissy, okay? Trust me when I tell you, he, in any respect. He's our best friend. Why do you keep saying that? Because he's part of the movie exchange program we have going here. An integral part. This is George Rodriguez. That's right. 17 years you and I have worked together. And you, you will sell out to some quizzling like that over a bunch of free movies? Good choice. Oh, by the way, what's the one you sent me that I haven't watched yet that you keep telling me is so great? Raising, of Raising Arizona. Arizona. Another uh, Coen Brothers film. She's not in it a lot, but the parts that she is, she's great. I see. Oh, look at that. Fisherman drowns while trying to rescue a whale. Oh, isn't that a shame? Well, at least the whale's still alive anyway, I guess. Is it? I don't know. I don't know, and I don't care. 
But this this is what makes news in America, okay? Fisherman drowns while trying to rescue a whale. What a whale of a guy, huh? That probably put like a picture of uh, Flipper on his tombstone. Speaking of Flipper, I, maybe, yeah, I bet you if I went to the... No, no, see, that's bad. I don't want to watch those old Flipper shows again with Luke Halpin when he was like, you know, 17, 16. I don't watch that. That's, that's bad. He was underage. He was always running around naked, though. Hey, Sandy! Sandy, flip your magic twanger, Sandy. Isn't that what they used to say on that show? That's the wrong show. Wrong. It's a good thing you didn't. 1,255 votes. What's your take on the Canadian bow? See, I may tell you a story about how I'm, you know, not, not the same as I I'm still the same old pervert. I don't care what I say. Just disregard what I said before. In fact, I think I'm worse than ever, to be honest with you. I, I, didn't, you I didn't believe it. I'll tell you that business, too. Because you think it's only old farts like me that are out there plunging their guts. There are some young, living and breathing people of all three sexes out there at Woodbine. Believe, and, and Niagara Falls at Fallsview. Whoa. Woo. Heavy duty, man. It is just, you better bring some oxygen with you because you're going to be breathing pretty heavy no matter what your persuasion or no matter how much you may be getting. That's really? all. <sighs> I better bring some oxygen to work for you. Yeah, you, you could use some right now. Mm-hmm. What's your take on the Kenny and Bo morning show on QAM? 255 votes. By the way, here Never you go again with the Stardust. Here you go. Instant oh, there's the Stardust from Stardust uh, to Dust. That's cute. And there it goes. Oh, what a shame. I spent many an hour in that place. I love the Stardust. It's imploded on the Vegas Strip. I'll be damned. From ashes to ashes, from dust to uh, dust to dawn. What I don't know what it's all about. Can I get back to this, please? Nah. Never heard a morning show. Six hundred and thirty-four, four, fifty and a half percent. Probably because of all that promotion we're doing for them. Not. It blows two eighty-nine. Maybe because that's a fact. It's okay two seventy-four. That might be a fact. I don't know. I can't listen long enough to find out. I love it. Only thirty-seven, two point nine percent loving it. And I think that includes uh, the people on the show voted. And I hate this poll, 21, a mere 1.6%. So at least we're not generating the usual South Florida hate today. That's, that's a plus. I like to relax by having Mary Magdalene massage my balls while listening to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. <laughs> if your party snacks taste like hell, this year at Christmas, serve Jesus of Nazareth. Your guests will say, holy cow, when they bite into these sinfully rich treats. And cheeses of Nazareth come in a variety of flavors, from jalapeno to hallelujah. Get the snack he would have liked, and the taste worth praying for, cheeses of Nazareth. It's your salvation this Christmas. There's a cheeses of Nazareth shop on Business Loop 80, right next to Chrysler Almighty Motors. Boy! All right!
Speaking of all right. All right. Mad Dog at 2 o'clock. He's actually working today. Jim Mandich Market Down. And then we got Hank's Tournament Preview Show today, baby. Oh, now, wait, wait a minute. What, what just happened? They changed the schedule. Oh, in other words, Frank Haith isn't going to be on today. He's going to be on tomorrow. Okay? That was the change. Because there's an asterisk here or something like that. Well, what difference does it make? Like I said, we want to hear the humper, not Frank Haith. I don't even know who the hell that is. Who's Frank Haith, Chris? That would be the basketball coach for the University of Miami. Oh, my God. Well, who the hell wants to hear him? He's a good guy. Is he really? Yeah. I'll tell you, I'll tell you who. Now, who was the uh, dark-complected guy that was the previous basketball coach? What was his name? Leonard Hamilton. Leonard Hamilton. Well, one he was the good one, and then the bad one Will was... Will you listen uh, to me? Can I finish the story, please? I didn't ask you for his biography or for well, his shoe size. Well, we two previous, so... That's, I just got you saying that's the one, Leonard Hamilton, but you're, too, you're so preoccupied. We don't want to go into a whole bunch of stuff about the Canes. Leave that to Clarence, okay? The Canes. I'm at Miami International one time. I was coming up here, and I'm waiting for the plane, I, and I go to, like, the concession stand, and guy, big black guy comes over to me. Neil? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm Leonard Hamilton. Did you just want you to know I'm... What? Somebody comes up to you and says, Neil, did you? Hello? Are you listening to me? Yeah, yeah. What are you going, hello? What, what, what is that? That's Chris answering the phone with the mic open. What are you answering the phone for? Because someone was paging us. Who was, was paging you? Who was it? Uh, someone's out at the front desk for George Glenn or something. Someone's out at the front desk for me? Probably with drugs. Yeah. I wouldn't surprise me at all. Not expecting anyone. Drugs. Oh. Len? Oh, that must be the guy from EMI with a whole bunch of CDs. Oh, all right, go get him. All right, be right back. Okay, because this is about, uh, here's a fax. Sam says, happy day before Woodbine Wednesday. Oh, yeah, tomorrow could be like could be a great day or it could be a disaster because we're off at 1250. Tomorrow means at 1 o'clock, my uh, buddy, my lesbian, he's a terrorist cab driver, is coming to pick me up at 1. Get a, an hour head start on losing my ass. I want to find a good machine, man. Yesterday, it says on the power hour, Mad Dog and Hammer were both in the wonderful WQM studio, and we're saying it's 100 degrees in that joint. Oh, boy. Hammer said, this place is unfit for human consumption. It would never pass inspection. No Schmidt, it says. I immediately thought of poor George and the crew. That freaking place is un- unacceptable. It says, Neil, if you stay with this rinky-dink operation, it could kill the crew. Yeah, but the good part for me is I'm not there, see. The air in here is very... I've got two, not just one, but I've got two air purifier things in my apartment here. Maybe that sounds yeah. like a little bit of overkill, but I do. I have... Uh, Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. I don't think two of them would do the trick in here. I sent Chris out, you know. Oh, good. Good. Let him him go. He can use the exercise. It says, this may be a great time to take one for the team and jump ship to anywhere else. Well, what are these people talking about, Sam? Jump ship. You could also rescue Curtis and bring him back to the fold. No offense, Chris. Oh, Curtis. I thought it said Curtis. Curtis. Well, what does that mean, bringing him back to the full Well, they're sure picking on poor Chris. You know, it's a good thing he's out of the room. He'd probably be wounded. That's oh, right. oh, he's back. Well, yeah. you hear the guy just took a shot. You could also yeah, rescue okay. Josh Cordes, bring him back. No offense, Chris. Well, how would he not be offended when you're picking <laughs> on his poor, stupid, bad ass? Sam says, just think the station would be in an unrecoverable tailspin, and the Beasley could bust out with an all-day sports music fest in the treetops. Love you, Neil. You rock, Sam. Please, shameless request for my favorite, old Neil. I love the ending when George takes off on the Segway scooter. I I don't even know if I ever played that. Do I ever play that bit? You have. It's good. And now live. Okay, well, I'll get to it eventually. I don't have time for it right now. Because I want to get back. Well, well, what are these people talking about? I'm not going anywhere. I got got almost two years left on this deal, okay? And the 10th and the 25th of every month are very happy days in my life. In fact, the 9th and 24th are very happy days because my checks show up a day early. 
You know, I just want to say this, okay? And I realize there's a lot of loyal people out there, and I appreciate it, and, you know, all that stuff. But I want you to come right down to this. You people that work for a living, which is most of you, yeah. are, are you working because you love where you work, because you think that there's some kind of a job where you're going to be ecstatic and they're going to treat you phenomenal, or are you working because you want to survive? Is it called survival of the uh, dumbest? Is that, is that what it's all about? Sure. Survival? Getting paid. And that's what I'm talking about, getting that money, honey. All this business about what? Yeah, so technically that plays. And why do you think I don't want to be in that building? First of all, I don't want to drive through the rush hour to go there every morning, which is a pain in the ass, which means you have to get up a hell of a lot earlier than I do here. You know what time I get up here? What? About, uh, oh, 7.40, 7.35. Sweet. Yeah. And I go about all my bodily functions and all of my stuff, and I come in here and I check my emails and go through a bunch of euphoria with all that, and then I talk to you for an hour and a half, and then we do this four hours. And I'm sitting here in my boxer shorts, and the sun is shining out there, and it's already 50 degrees on the uh, 13th of March. What's not to like in a real living and breathing city with real living and breathing friendly, wonderful, nice people who like look at you and, like, and they hold the door open for you? And they what, look at you that? with a smile. And if you get off the elevator, have a great night, eh? You too, eh? Well, I mean, so, so what's this guy? I mean, sure, I complain about the technical thing, and we have all kinds of problems that happen here because of what's going on down there. But I crawled around on my hands and knees yesterday and on the show, too. <laughs> what was wrong with that? Nothing. Now, that was actually kind of fun. No, it was down. funny. And it was funny because if it was fun because I actually got the thing working. I got this thing straightened out, as you'll see right now. You'll see. QAM, hello. Hey, Neely, that morning show seems like you said contrived and everything seems forced. I'd rather listen to an endless loop of frogs farting, quite frankly. No, that's coming out um, starting next Monday. Oh, cool. Hey, there is a show up, there's a, a talk show station up north in Palm Beach. I won't mention it. I'm not trying to give them any airtime in there. But it runs all day, all talk. The only time they do sports is on the weekend, just to yeah. make a couple of people happy, and they have great ratings. What is that, uh, the, Love Do- the Love Doctor station? No, yeah, exactly. And they actually give you good, they give you kudos. They don't bust your balls. The Love so Doctors love me. I have no idea who they are, but they love me, and they're always kissing my ass right here. That's why I get spy reports. Yeah, no, they're good guys. They like you. They never talk. And they even said, they go, they're trying to get someone from Clear Channel to bring you on down here. And the guy, the head guy there even said, listen, I know I can't take Neil's audience, I can't, you know, but I could probably get a little bit of, of listening, guys. But, you know, he even said he wouldn't come down here and kick your ass. They know where they stand and where you stand. They love you. There you go. Well, thanks thanks for the memories. Thanks a lot, Pally. No problem, buddy. 1,281 votes on the pool. We'll have 13 very shortly. We got, you know something? I really think, I know you're going to call me crazy on this. Chris is going to say, boy, you're a crazy person. I know that. I think we got an outside shot at 1,500. I can't remember the last time we ever got 1,500 votes on a poll during the show. Can you? No. no. You're a crazy person. Chris is going to say, boy, you're getting a little carried away, old man. <laughs> yeah, carry this. Carry this away. <laughs> I just said an outside shot. I'm not saying we're going to do it, but uh, we're going to have a big number there today. If we could get a big number in the next trend like we are here on the poll. Now, this is a good sign, man, when we get like heavy-duty action on, the, on our uh, website and on the poll. That's a good mm-hmm. sign. I mean, somebody's out there. And hopefully maybe, uh, you know, five of them will get a diary for the next trend so we don't uh, be diarying over here. Not good. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, uh, um, what's it called? I'm uh, up here in Ocala. Well, that's sad, yes. <laughs> Sitting here at the uh, Ocala Passing Airport. Uh, guess whose plane is in front of me to take off at the Ocala Airport? Wayne. No, your buddy, John Travolta, Qantas Airline. 
Yeah, tell him to get his... Uh, Get out, get out of the closet. Get out of the closet, John. You and uh, and uh, R. Kelly and Tom Cruise. Get out yeah. of the closet. Yeah, he's in the closet, all right. I don't know about that movie. It just came out. Kind of looks like a stinker, too. Yeah, well, if he's in it. <laughs> but his uh, yeah, his big old plane's on the tarmac here at the Ocala. Well, Airport. you you say wave wave to that big old plane, okay? The big old John Travolta, that big old plane. He's in big old Ocala there with a big hoss country man. He's hossing around. 581 votes on the poll, boy. This is a very stellar day. See, this is the one thing, because I'm a survivor. Haven't I told you that? Yes, you have. I'm a survivor. And in spite of the fact that the Titanic's going down, I'm going to get one of them old used rubber rafts that George finally, uh, with his whole family, came over on. Too bad your mama didn't drown on it, by the way. Well, we run an airplane, but I like to say rubber raft. Yeah, it's more fun. Yeah. Anybody can be on a plane. I know, that's more boring. Yeah. And if your mother, see, if you'd have been smart, you'd like punctured a hole on her side of the raft. And just watch right. her go out. And he reached out a hand like, oh, ma, ma, mamacita, you know, I'm pretending you were trying to pull her back. I'm saying, oh, this story slipped. Could have thrown some chum in the water, too, but I didn't have any friends with him. <laughs> yeah, some chum in the water, right. WQAM, hello. Now, there's the QM uh, pr- promotions uh, department meeting. Well, they're trying to whip up a little excitement for, for you know, we certainly don't want to do any TV or any newspaper or billboards or any any kind of tangible thing like that, because then somebody might find it. By the way, Jim Mandish is on two to four again now. You know, I have to laugh when Clarence tells me, see, he believes, he really believes this. And Chris did have a very good point about most people, even if we're sports fans like me. We don't want to hear people talking about the same old crap. Uh, what, what is there to say, you know? Even if we were in the middle of football season, if the middle of the NFL season, what is there to say about it? You know, how, how many times can you dissect and chew it up and spit it out and puke up your guts about the same thing over and over? You know what I mean? A hundred. A hundred times. A hundred thousand, I guess. You know what it reminds me a little bit of? Uh, Jimmy and Danny. Uh, Jimmy and Danny. Yeah, like Danny that. And Jimmy and Danny. Yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Like that. Over and over and don't, don't you understand? And then the whole problem is because the Beasleys, evidently, at least Bruce Beasley is a sports nerd, and of course Greg Reed. So therefore, because he likes it, uh, the audience is going to like it. And he never even bothered to ask the question. Do you like it? See, if he would ask that, maybe he'd have gotten an answer. No. And he said, no, we don't think so. Uh-uh. You stick with it. It's like if I want to talk about harness racing all day, okay? Since Clarence is so sports intensive and he thinks we ought to be doing like a lot more sports on this show, I guess. Now that we're kind of like uh, leveling off down to their number. Here's Tampa Bay Downs, horse racing, uh, thoroughbred racing. Twelve minutes to the first race at Tampa Bay Downs. The one is scratched, and the favorite is the five, a six to five. You know, we can do some of that stuff, too. I mean, we'll be down like a fraction. We'll have like All a right. point one. A point one. Or I could do... help cover the cost of the upkeep. There you go. Or I could do hockey talk. Here you go. Leafs midday. Go, Leafs, go. Top 91 on the pool. I'm telling you, we got a shot. And Clarence uh, ought to be shot. The biggest names, the best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560. QAM. Stop us at night. And now live from Rigel 7, it's the Neil Rogers Show. I like to ease up and song for bit writing. Plenty of time like the American pie thing. Melody guide so I don't sing off key. This is my favorite karaoke. Yeah, 
I love the way that bit ended. Mm. The bits haven't been the same since the book of Brian died. I know. Yeah, I heard that was some party Greg Reed threw. Yes. Good thing I didn't go. Lots of dancing. Of course, it's not easy flying back there from Rigel 7. I know. Thank God. Bill, God. I'm here. <laughs> It's all over for you, poor schlep stuck on earth, yes. President Noel. Well, if you're lucky, that crackhead is the last bush to rig an election. Mm. Who's on this line? WQAM. Mr. Rogers. Speaking. I was in the public Galactica today, sir. And let me tell you, the clip-out coupons in Thursday's paper are deceiving. I discovered to my shop no, that this is the checkout counter yes, and stones mm. was not mm. two for 99 cents. On the contrary, Got him off. it was two break stones for 99 cents oh. each. Now, oh. I don't know about you. That's right. They tried to peddle me two break stones for the price of two break stones cottage cheese when the coupon clearly stated that... Well, use the cottage cheese that's grown in your toenails. Now, who's this on line seven and nine? Klingon penal colony, hello? Have we got into that? Retired. Oh, okay, on that note, you know, I gotta renegotiate my contract. How about a one-minute show, huh? Oh! You can fill the other three minutes. That's right. Sport old concubine is next. <laughs> George. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. That is a great thing. You ought to uh, force me to play that more often, like about every five minutes. I'll play it a hundred times now, just, uh, you know, make up for lost time. And then I'll ask... Do you like it? Look at that, thirteen oh one, Christopher. How do you like that? Oh, that's right. You're not Christopher. You're Chris. Correct. Christopher's out to lunch anyway. Everybody's out to lunch except me. Thirteen oh one on this pool. What's your take? And we're trying to get a little bit of a constructive or a destructive uh, advice here with our whole programming thing at QM because the trends that came out on Friday. If I had the funeral march, I would play, but I don't have it. I don't have it. Or taps? Could we play taps? I don't got no taps. You got taps? How about on your shoes? I'm restarting the computer for the 20th time. What is Paradise? What is that? Tonight on E! It's another rerun of a show we should have canceled before the first episode. Paradise. Oh, and then, wait a minute. Forget about that. That's crap. What about this? Oh, hello. And thank you for calling Kim Lee's Taste of the Orient Restaurant. Where every week we feature a different celebrity favorite dish. You know what I'm in the mood for right now because I just played a little bit of that. I'm in the mood for uh, Chinese, for chinks. Yeah. And maybe some food too. 567 0560 and pound 560 on the Verizon Singular wireless line. One thing about them Oriental people, man, a lot of them are really, really very smooth and beautiful, and they're all very horny, I'll tell you that. That's why there's a billion Chinese people. I see. Extremely horny. The men, the women, and the others as well. 1308 on the pool, man. If we could get to 1500 today, this would be, it would be on the front of Variety magazine. It would be like a big billboard at Woodbine. Neil Rogers gets 1500 votes on a pool during the show on a Tuesday, no less, in the middle of March. Now, the Ides of March is Thursday, right? The 15th. What, what is the significance Correct. of the Ides of March? I forget about all that crap. That's when, uh, according to Shakespeare, yes, according that to old crone warned Julius Caesar, beware the Ides of March, and that's when he was stabbed. Oh, no. A tu brute? See. You silly brute? Isn't that what he said? You silly brute. Well, you know those Romans, man, they were all about... Uh, Wrecked them. Yeah, yeah. Well, they were all about everything. 5670, well, at least they spread it around a little bit. Mm -hmm. 5670, oh, 560, and pound 560 in the Verizon Singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hi. WQAM, hello. Neil, good afternoon. Yes, sir, good afternoon. Uh, 
just wanted to point something out. I don't know if you had noticed it, but everybody's all whipped up into a frenzy about this Joint Chiefs guy and the comments he made about homosexuality. Yes. And then in the same news cycle, we've got George Hitler Walker Bush uh, making a homophobic joke about his friend giving him mouth to mouth. And, uh, you know, everybody thinks it's all cute and funny. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, what, what, George so what Bush... That, what, what does that mean? Well, what, what does that mean? It means the media is retarded and George Bush sucks and, you know, whatever. Okay, thanks for restating the obvious. Okay. 1308, it's really great. I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm pushing so much in this pool. Let's see, who do the Leafs play tonight? I know we got a game. There's Carlo Koliakovo. Hey, Carlo, a little defense would be good once in a while, okay? You stink. He's, he's okay. He's a good kid. He means well, but he stinks. 1,312 votes on the pool on the Kenny and Bo morning show. See, this is a way of promoting them, just like we promoted Mo. Do, 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 I got do, do, news do. for him. Mo never had no 1-7, okay? I mean, he did get down to a one point oh. when he was doing when they stuck it in the afternoon between 2 and 4, old Mo. Remember that? He had a one point, oh. rhymes with no, oh. and uh, two to fall, oh. and all that other uh, fall to roll. It wasn't too good. And then, of course, they put no. that on there. Oh, my God, the stuff that has gone on. And why did they do that? Because he's Clarence's boyfriend, which I, was, I didn't even know that after all those years. Remember that? I found that out. Yep. Two of them are tighter than a snare drum in hell. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. How's everything going? Everything is great, sir. The sun is shining. It's a wonderful day in paradise. It is too here in Miami. I, I always thought the eyes of March and Shakespeare was for March 11. March 15. No. Oh, March okay. 15. I'm wrong. I'll uh, no, Don't get defensive about it. That's like saying El Cinco de Mayo is on the 10th of May, you know. Right, that's true. I'll get it. Okay. <laughs> what an educational show. Yeah. yeah. I guarantee you, Sid Rosenstein, Kranzberg, ain't going to be telling you about the Ides of March. And one thing we're not... Oh, there's that. I love the you. arena to forget about all the other problems in life. Sports is no more than a diversion. That's all it is. There you go. See, that's a guy who makes his living talking sports crap, and he admits it's just a perversion and diversion, all right? The only problem is that most people in South Florida don't want to be that diverted or perverted, although they probably would rather be doing something perverted than talking about the game, as George always says, the game, you know, or the whatever it is. Sports talk, I think the Antichrist has got something to do with the whole concept of sports talk radio. Okay. Something intrinsically evil about it, whatever that means. QAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes. I do a lot of uh, maintenance work at Westland mm-hmm. Mall, sure. J.C. Penny. Yeah, do you use the same phony voice when you go to those places or what? No, 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 no. I, do, I, they have, I, I don't blame you. They have me plugging the holes. Yeah, uh-huh. I bet they do, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. I'm sure I know which one. He's the one. He's, he's one an old the guy hand at the limbo rock at J.C. Penny's there. He keeps cl- crawling under the booth, you know. Keeps sticking his head out of there to see who's inside doing their business. Uh, 1314. Well, he's just a friendly guy. You know, he just wants to shake their uh, hand. WQAM, hello. I love Stu I love <laughs> Oh. You know, that's the funny part. Most of what they got on here, if you take Joe Rose out of the mix, as they say, you know, if you take him out of it, they, they have no broadcasters on over there. They got, they got a bunch of silly people on here. And they still kicked our ass in the sports segments. And as a matter of fact, in this last trend during the month of uh, January, in midday they beat us. Well, at least 10 to 3 anyway. 10 to 2, I'm sure we may have edged them out. But it was like neck and neck, nose to nose with Sid Rosen uh, Schwartzkrantz. That's how bad, that's how the mighty have fallen at QM. This radio station, basically one of these days, you're going to turn on 560 and there's going to be nothing there. Right. Not a different format. Well, it is a different format. It's called dead air. Here, let me show you. Let me give you an example. 
How was that? Well, there's John Conyers. I love him. He's great. Related. You go, John. Impeach that bastard. Impeach those Nazis, John. There's a guy with some balls, John Conyers. 27 past noon at QM used to be great. Good. It's just these guys, Nick and Suds and whatever the heck it is, and the people that call in, they're just like them, like that they were on the, uh, what do you call it, the weeds, and they're high, and they're, I mean, it's terrible. For years that I've been look, uh, listening to 610, and, and this here. There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. Their feet in the water, their hands on their marbles and playthings, and at half past four, there came a young lady. She looked like a pretty young creature. She sat on the grass. She pulled up her dress and she showed them her ruffles and laces and white fluffy duck. She said she was learning a new way to bring up her children so they would not spit. While the boys in the barnyard were shoveling refuse and litter from yesterday's hut. While the girl in the meadow was rubbing her eyes at the fellow down by the dock. He looked like a man with a sizable home in the country with a big fence out front. If he asked her politely, she'd show him her little pet dog who was subject to fits. And maybe she'd let him grab hold of her small tender hands with a movement so quick. And then she'd bend over and suck on his candy so tasty made of butterscotch. And then he spread whipped cream all over her cookies that she had left out on her shelf. If you think this is dirty, you can go f*** yourself. Oh! All right. Okay, it's uh, 12.33. I think we got a shot on this. I'm trying to do the math, you know, on this, uh, with the pool thing here today. It's not a big yeah, deal, but math. it is to me, you see. It's an ego thing. Not that I have any ego, but maybe I'll work on that in my old age. You know, what, what would you like to have, Neil, before you croak? How about an ego would be good? Because after 31 years in this market of being knocked down and stepped on and roadblocks play, uh, put in your place, you know, how much of an ego can you have? Working medium, for a bunch of a dunderhead. Medium high? No, medium low. I did not leave the stove on again last night. You'll be pleased. See, I learned my lesson. That's good. Didn't leave the stove on again last night. Nice going, Neil. See, you're not as senile as George thought. Close. 1326 <laughs> on the pole, which means we got, let's see, we got an hour and 26 minutes. It's 86 minutes, and we need 100. Oh, I think we can do it. Chris doesn't believe me, do you? Let's see the Neil Rogers audience. Will you listen to me? Ask not what Neil Rogers can do for you, the legendary Neil, that is. Ask what you can do for your legendary talk host. Hop on that poll and vote until vote until your hands bleed. Vote until, vote until your keyboard starts bleeding. How do you like that? Huh? That's Does that harsh. sound dramatic enough or what? From this old drama queen, huh? 1327. See, I, I don't like that expression, but you know something that fits. If I look in the mirror, I see a reflection of the expression drama queen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's not good, and, and you should be beating me up about that. You should be screaming to me. What the hell's wrong with you, you idiot? That's just that's just me, you know. I mean, well, we love you. It's not what you said last hour. Oh, I changed my mind. Maybe it's the fumes. Is that what it is, or is it the? Who knows what I'll say next might, hour? Is it the idea I might send some money to Josh Cordes and not you guys? Is that it? What am I going to send you money for? I'm fine. Ish. Well, even if you weren't fine, what am I sending you money for? You like me? Eh, not that much. What? <laughs> What's your take 
on the Kenny and Bo Morning Show on QM 1330. Oh, this is so exciting, man. This is better than having wild hemorrhoids. We need 170 votes. Let's do the math. I hate, I hate that expression. This is perfect. 85 minutes, and we need 170. That's two a minute. Isn't that what I always say, about two votes mm -hmm. a minute? Which isn't really very much. You know, They should be coming in in big chunks now that I've called on the audience, called on the troops. 1332. See, there's a pair. There's a big, juicy pair. 1332. Grab them if you can. What's your take on the Kenny and Bo Morning Show on QAM? Never heard it? 677. That's almost 51%. That's not good. That means they, they need some help in, in more ways than one. So now we know that toast is the one behind that awful uh, square table, round table, uh, all that stick the round hole in your square peg. Jesus, God. It blows, 306. It's okay, 287. I love it, only 40. Only 3% of the Neil Rogers Show love the Kenny and Bo Morning Show. We need to have a lot more love, okay? So all that love you were just professing for me, mm -hmm. save it for the morning show. Of course, you can't love it unless you listen to it. And you won't. Well, you won't. No. And I hate this poll, 20, neither will anybody else. 22, 1.6%. Out of 1,300, let's see, I'm going to refresh it again. I clicked that baby. 1,340. You see the way that came in? Eight votes just came in like, just like that. Like magic. Like, oh, brother. The excitement is almost, it's like psychosexual. It's so phenomenal, whatever that means. It's like psychosomatic. Just start saying a lot. That's what I'm going to start doing. Just say a lot of words and play a lot of music. Yeah. That's the new format here, okay? Can't, can't do any worse than sports talk. So what do you think about the game last night, George? The game? Uh, you thinking about the game? I didn't play any last night. Well, I don't know. Somebody did, I'm sure. And I'll tell you about sports sickness. Here we go on Leafs TV. We're watching, we're watching the Leafs practice right now at the Air Canada Center. There he is. It's in the net. All right. Nice going, baby. Of course, there was no goalie there or anybody else, but that's okay. I bet you this one's going on that too. I shot it five feet wide. Well, that's why the Leafs keep losing, but anyway. That's why they're not going to make the playoffs. There's Darcy Tucker. There's the man. You the man, Darcy. Number 16 in your heart. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? What? No. But when I'm incoherent, like on a day like today, this is when this show kicks big, pimply, bloody ass. Make no mistake about it. When I'm incoherent, when I'm like, and I have no reason to be, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's the hangover from uh, seeing those numbers last Friday. Or maybe it's Clarence coming in this morning and admitting to me that he hasn't got the first clue how to find first base with both hands and some assistance from you and all his other boyfriends in the building. You know, see, this is the thing. You know he's got to have the naked pictures because he's got Joyce in his left pocket. He's got mm -hmm. Joe Bell in his right pocket. And I'm afraid to ask what's uh, in between those two pockets. I don't think too much. Remember that day I told you I was, he came in the studio and he was like a... How do I say this delicately, okay, without adjusting his package in a very overt way as I was sitting there? I don't know whether he was trying to get me, like, all whipped up. I mean, believe me, Clarence, ain't nothing you can do that's going to get me excited, okay? Trust me when I tell you. I think I, think I ought to file a sexual harassment suit against him. Can you, can you even believe that? Somebody that looks like him? Maybe he I, figured I, it wouldn't I, matter, you know. I, I think yeah, what he was doing was like a, like a one-man search party is what he was doing. And he had kind of a look of consternation on his face, like, oh, geez, unsuccessful search. Start again. 21 till... <laughs> you, you'd almost think the gas fumes were in here, wouldn't you? Oh, it could only help. Yeah, it can't hurt. Now, we now could be on the same need, level. Now, is the air conditioning on today or what? Because Hank was bitching the other day about how it was 180 degrees in there. Yeah. And, of and course, the reason for that is they have to keep turning the AC off because the fumes are so bad... It, it, it's ace? like, how do you want to die? Poison gas or heat stroke? Wow. 
How about a combination of all of the uh, both of these uh, all of these things? things. Thirteen forty-seven. Now let me see. Let me do the math on this. Hundred fifty-three, and we got eighty-one minutes. Oh, I think we're starting to take a little uh, move on the uh, upside. See that? The ratio is starting to get a little bit better in our favor. Let's watch the least practice here. Practice makes perfect, boy. They are perfect losers. Who are they playing tonight? Toronto, Toronto at Washington. No, oh, wait a minute. I don't know who they're playing. I don't really care. With each other, naked in the street. Absolutely. Huh? I'm dying out of here. You fairy. Can't believe the language I hear on TV. Every other word is an obscenity. It used to be the cable was a whole lot worse, but now the networks let their actors curse. There's no end in sight to this insanity. All the dialogue contains profanity. Swearing like a sailor on a three-day pass. Words a whole lot worse than ass. Rectum. F-bomb, F-bomb. Oh, I can't wait for that. Let's promote it a week ahead of time so I don't miss it. You know what? Really, I find extraordinarily offensive. I mentioned this the other day. I'm watching all those Godfather things on Spike. Yeah. yeah. And even on the cable now, they're bleeping words because the fascist government and the FCC have got everybody so panicky now that even the cable channels are bleeping right. words out. It really just frosts my fat ass. How come I don't hear anything? What do you want to hear? This. Oh. Can you give your loyalty to a Jew before you earn blood? Frankie. Come on, Frankie. You know my father did business with Hyman Roth. He respected him. Your father did business with Hyman Roth. Your father respected Hyman Roth. But your father never trusted Hyman Roth. Or his Sicilian messenger boy, Johnny Olock. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that. But you know me, I get on these kicks every now and then. That's you know? right, we all do. And that's a good I'm kick on a to Frankie Pentangeli kick, and I just love the, that stuff, man. I just, I just loves it. See, now the next time that's on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely, just like I got you that uh, little Richard thing. And I don't think oh, Chris yeah. ever gave me credit for that. You got it? You want to fire that it. thing up? Help me! Somebody help me! And then there's... Yeah. Whoa, look out! Look out! That's what that's we were right. missing. Because luckily I had this tape rolling in that spot. That Geico spot showed up right in the middle of the Oddfather part, too. And there it was. And I had it clean and pristine, right, from this old queen. And then the George dropped his spleen right in the bowl of the spleen. Oh, man. That's another story. But the next time when I Godfather 2 is on, I want to get the part where they're in the Senate hearings, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a sworn statement from you that, uh, you know, Michael Corleone, blah, blah, blah. And he this said, guy yeah. from the FBI. He... Yeah. Yeah. And he said, Michael Corleone did this. And oh, Michael sorry. Corleone did that. And I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> if, if that isn't one of the great scenes in the history of the human race, forget about even movies, just, just in life in general. Yeah, sure. He's beautiful. We love you, Frankie, okay? Frankie Five Angels. Now get out the razor blade and slit your wrists. WDQAM, hello. Hey, pal. Yes, Pally. Yeah, listen, I'm the one who made the mistake yesterday, and it's, uh, he's a junior senator, not a junior congressman. I will yeah. apologize for that. Yeah, get with it, man. It was embarrassing. It was. I'm sorry. Now, he, like I, I said, he's got some great ideas, but what I'm trying to say is... What are you trying think, to say? What I'm trying to say is... What are you trying to say? say? Do you think that... 
Well, wait a minute. People, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you think he's not saying something? That's a question. Right. Okay. I, let me rephrase that. Please. I don't believe that the people will understand what he's saying is what needs to be done to this country. What, what are you so negative about? He's great. He's dynamic, oh, yeah, man. He's, he's a great orator. Let me tell you right now, okay? Mark this down on your arm in indelible ink, okay? Barack Obama is your next president, okay? Just remember, it was the 13th of March, uh, 2007, 12.48 p.m. That old Neil God told you, the legendary Neil, Neil God told you that Barack Obama is your next president. And I don't give a crap how you know whether they do a test to see if his skin is uh, over a five on a Richter scale, how dark it is, how light it is. Uh, I don't care. You'll see. Okay. He's going to set this country on fire, baby, or at least your country. Oh, there's Paul Maurice. Hey, Paul, how come your team sucks so bad? Huge one, I guess, when you consider Thomas was on the ice. Yeah, Tomas Caberle, boy, he's uh, like he's on Queer Street right now. He got his clock clean, whatever the hell that means. Well, I don't want to go there. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I was wondering if we could inquire as to George's favorite type of cereal. WQAM, hello. Quisp. Yeah, qu Quispy Quisp. You fairy. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Um, I have a little life here in Florida. I was going out and it was a surface day and hanging out. I'm thinking of all these people sitting there making all this jackass coffee. I'm like, what the hell goes on in South Florida, man? Beautiful day, you should be out enjoying the day and stuff, and they're just jackballing around. Yeah. And that's just South Florida, man. you got to get out and do. And get your well, I'm out. I'm out, man. I ain't coming back in. I want to see. First, I get out, and I'm not getting like in The Godfather. I'm not going to say, oh, and now they dragged me back in, like Michael said in Godfather 3. Just when I thought I was out, and they dragged me back in, or whatever the hell he said. They pulled me back in. What did he say? He said something like that. Nobody right. said. There you go. You tell him, Frankie. He said basically that the Corleones are a bunch of stunks, whatever that means. And then we said a bunch of stugatzes. WQAM, hello. What is it? Nail. Yeah. Oh, thank God you've answered. Uh, stay on the air. Uh, we're happy you're on air. Uh, I'm smoking one down here in the, off the beach side for you. All right. Have a great day, pal. Okay, smoke one for everybody in the room. A big, fat one. And roll it up in the Herald, man. It'll rot your brain. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. I have to disagree with you, and not that I want to. I have what about? To disagree what with about? You how how could you possibly disagree with anything from the legendary Neil? Go ahead. <clears throat> your uh, statement that uh, Barack Obama is going to be the next president. Uh, so you're entitled to your opinion. That's my opinion. Okay. See, see no. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Sure. Let's just say your piece. Yes. But let me just tell you one thing. I know it's really revolutionary. And that is they pay me to give my opinions, not somebody else's. But that's my opinion. Go ahead. No, no, I don't disagree with your opinion. I'm saying, and I, and I think your opinion should be the majority, and I would like to see it happen. But, but. the American country is, like, so white bread still. Yes, your coasts are your pumpernickels and rise and, and, and variety. But the majority of the heartland of America at this time will not vote for a black man or a woman for president. It's unfortunate. Wrong. I don't. I, so I think from market research, I would I would bear that out because. Well, what, mean from, what does that mean for market research? In the last polls they've done, Obama beat both Giuliani and uh, McCain. So I don't know what, you're, what market research you're looking at. The, the black oh, market. I, I think the Republicans have got some buffoons out there right now. But I'm simply saying when the, when the, when the, when, the, when it comes down to the point 
you're going to find out that that heartland of America is not going to want to let the man or a woman. No, you're not talking about the heartland of America. You're talking about the red states. The redneck states is what you're talking about. Well, we'll see, because one thing you'll discover is there's a lot of dark folks in them red states, you know, like Mississippi and Alabama and all them places. A lot of dark folks, they're going to come out and vote like two, three times. We'll see. Now, you know, I've got some bad news, though. Uh-oh. This, this, well, no, we were really on a roll here. The votes were coming in in chunks to try to get us over 1,500 a day, which would be revolutionary. Even uh, George Washington would be impressed by this. He'd probably pull out his wooden teeth. But we're stuck on 1359, and uh, we just can't do it. We were rolling along, and the way the, the clock is ticking, ticking, ticking. I mean, one of these moments, it's going to be 2 o'clock, and we're going to be out of here now that we're upset. Uh, stuck and can't get off. That's right. Can't get off that 1359 mark. I think it's Eric's fault. Yeah, Eric must be potching around with our thing, holding back a whole big... Oh, 1360. We, they're coming in by the ones now. That ain't going to cut it. We need another 140 votes in 68 minutes. See, now we're now we're on the downside. I mean, it's pretty close of that two-per-minute ratio. You bet it. Listen, we don't ask for much on this show. It's one thing about me. It's like me in life. I don't ask much from anybody. You know, that's just the way I am. I'm a giver, not a taker. I don't ask for much. And the same thing on this show. We ask for very little. Just fill us out in your uh, diaries, you know, and listen a hell of a lot. Thank you very much. Tell the world because we get no promotion. We get no publicity. And, you know, that's another thing. I, I, I haven't said much about that, but it's true. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but, you know, like in the heat program and, and the different ads that they run, like at the uh, Mac Arena and different places, uh-huh. they don't even mention this show. I, all they I, do is promote, of course I'm aware of it. All they do is promote the sports shows. I see it all the time. Well, isn't that lovely? It's like we don't even exist. This is the anchor, baby, and the anchor is going down to the bottom right along with the rest of the Titanic from the looks of this last trend. This is the anchor of this radio station. It's been for over nine years. We don't even get a mention. That's the kind of a consideration we get, huh? I think we need to see Michael Corleone. And Frankie Pentangela. That's right. Who the hell am I me to be talk, opening up a big, stupid, fat mouth? 13.65 in the pool. Now, let's see. See, I, I, excuse me for doing this math, but, it, oh, it is so close we need 135 votes in 67. That's like 134. See what I'm saying? The ratio is almost perfect. The ratio. Do you follow what I'm doing here? I, no, of course not. Are you calling I, a ratio? Yeah, I'm, uh, Horatio. Blow your horn. Who the hell was Horatio? 1367 now. Just better watch it. There's Paul Maurice, the coach of the uh, Toronto Make Believes. And I want everybody here to know there's not going to be no trouble for me. Don Gorion. Cheech. Cheech! <laughs> oh, wow. I got a, a friend who's got a dog named Cheech. I just thought, you know, me and you and a dog. Yeah. Now, let's see, 13. Let's see. Let me refresh it one more time, and I just screwed up the whole damn page on there. That's not good. It'll kill a couple of seconds. 1369. Oh, man. And Chris, I'm going to tell you, Chris is going to owe me an apology when we get done. Remember in Godfather 2, they're having the Senate hearings, and the Robert Duval, Tom Hagen is saying, Senator, my client deserves an apology, Senator. Remember when he gets all bent out of shape and starts pounding yeah. on the table? He's another one when he gets all whipped up, Robert Duval. He's really great. He's always great. But when he gets all emotional like that, he's phenomenal, Robert Duval. I, I would say, I could be wrong, but of my lifetime, he might be. Not, not that you know a lot of people won't tell you he's great, but I think he's one of the most underrated actors of my life. No argument. There you go. What do you think, Chris? He didn't even know who I that was. I love Robert Duval. Well, he's great. But he just doesn't get the credit. Oh, and you know who it was that I was trying to think of yesterday? Now I can't think again. I saw him in some movie last night. I cannot deal with him. What movie? But I'm glad I forgot. I'm glad I forgot. Colin Farrell. No. What's your take on the Kenny and Bo Morning Show on QAM? we got 1,371 votes. We are trying desperately. And if we can do it, man, it'll be one of the great achievements in the human race. It'll be better than when Jesus uh, walked on water. It'll be better than when Abraham Solomon ate stale halavah. You'll see. Isn't that what the Jews did? They, they survived on stale halibut for 40 days and nights? 
Well, I'm watching this practice, man. They must have a bunch of the AHL kids up there because there's some really hot-looking kids on that team. Holy moly. But anyway, go, Leafs, go. But you stop. I, you, I mean, is hmm? that, you, you think I care oh, about I was that? Just you better believe that I care about that there. a lot. Yeah, I care about it a lot. I'm taking showers with the Leafs today after the practice just to see who's being naughty and nice and skating on thin ice. 1,372 votes. Never heard it. 50.7%. 696. That's bad. That's a really sad commentary on the Beasleys and their promotional capabilities, which you can't complain about because they haven't got any. It blows, 320. It blows. It's okay, 293. I love it, 41. Oh, that's, that's a fairly low number. And I hate this poll, only 22, only 1.6%. So they like the poll, but they're just not crazy about the show. This is Arnold. This is not a tumor. It's the one to two hour. Whenever I find friends on my face, I make a yummy sound. Huh? And then I shake it up with a churn and a pound and put some whipped cream in my mouth. Huh? Isn't it amazing how many teams are legaling? I know Fox News is watching and monitors everything I say. More stolen photographs I'm gonna click to see huh? Of all of my young friends on my space I'm now in the databanks of the NSA Along with my friends with holy names X-O-X-O L-O-L-O-L-O-L Okay, I think we got a shot, baby. We may be in the ballpark, and Chris, at that point, when we get close to 2 o'clock, he'll be apologizing. The Humper was just in the studio there, and we had a little uh, verbal intercourse. I didn't hear most of what he said, though, because you had the other thing cranked up there. A lot of, he doesn't realize it, you know? You know what I'm saying? What are you saying? I'm saying? I'm saying I couldn't hear most of what he was saying because the spot was so freaking loud, and he didn't shut it off till the very ass end there. <clears throat> but he told me some interesting stuff, and he's kicking ass and doing great. And I told him I lost a little bit of weight, and everybody's happy, and the paychecks are clearing on time. And that's all we care about at this advanced stage. 1391, which is great, but we're stuck on that again. Well, what is going on here, man? I think uh, you're right. I think Eric has uh, stuck his finger in the dike or something. Is that what you do when you go to Amsterdam? 1391. And it's just not moving. You know, they should be coming in clumps. If we get to 1,400, then you got a chance at 15. But you got to get to 14 first, you know. It's like counting 13, 14, 15, uh, whatever, Quincy. Remember John Quincy Adams? <laughs> so was that his name? I didn't know that. That was his why. name, John Quincy Adams. 1392. See, so they're coming in by the ones now as opposed to big chunks. You people aren't going to let us down, are you? Yeah. Oh, that would be bad, man. That would be like, I don't see, I, I should, probably shouldn't have started this. I get carried away, being the emotional cripple and basket case that I am. I shouldn't have done that. Oh, well. Well, you know, when, when we had, like, a real legitimate chance at it, and now it's still stuck there at 1392, I mean, in three minutes we've had one vote, and we're going to get to 1500. I think Chris has got a good point. Not with this stiff crowd we got. Well, well, you know, we do the best we can. Five, Like I said, our goal is 14 votes. 5670560, oh, pound 560. We actually had some pretty good calls here today. I don't know what the hell they're talking about, but, you know, we've had some. Mm-hmm. Where we actually Thumbs had a call, that, you know, where we said hello and then goodbye to. It, it feels to me like it must be really warm because I got the heat on in here. I'm going to have to shut it off. Let me take a puke on my uh, City Pulse 24 and see. It's still a 45. 
It's going to be 52, but it's it's a, it's a little on the murky side, a little hazy, you know? One of those hazy, crazy days of whatever it is. WQAM, hello. Neil, Ira yes, Winbeck has to go. Yeah. I mean, that guy is terrible. I don't know who's worse. Be locked up in a room with him and Geldy together. Okay, thanks for your perspicacious comment. Yeah, I stopped taking a track counting the votes on that. He, he seems to be winning because they weren't responding to that. You know, I asked a pretty simple question, and it was like, uh, but a beat, but a boop. Although that's okay. You can't, you can't ask for too much. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Maybe maybe we've exhausted all of our. Oh no, there's a little chunk just came in there. A little chunk. Can you smell it? <gasps> oh man, it sounds like breakfast to me. Mm. Thirteen ninety eight. So the next time I click it, we should be over fourteen. And then the race was thirteen ninety nine. You see that? Wow. You see the kind of pro- fourteen hundred. Every time I click that, baby, there's another vote. So if I click it a hundred more times, we'll make fifteen hundred. You think? No. Oh, keep clicking. Yeah, click this. WQAM. Hello. Good afternoon, Neil. How are you today? Good afternoon, sir. How are you doing? Could you explain how um, Dennis Miller got to be so right-wing? I, he, I, he used to be very mainstream, and I heard him the other night. He's just, I, he's like off He was fooling bad. you. You yeah, never noticed like, it. Like Phil Henry, man. He jumped on the bandwagon. When he became Why? politically I mean, correct to be a right-wing Nazi, he, he always was. Let me jump on the bandwagon. Whatever. It's amazing. I, I, I used to be on the line with Bill Maher. I don't know what happened to him. Well, let me say it again. Can you say any? It's funny you mentioned Bill Maher because can you say any R D? He was on with your buddy with the suspenders uh-huh. a couple nights ago, and I saw about two minutes of that. And uh, oh, and you know who he was defending? Oh my God! No wonder I turned it off real fast. I almost bust my uh, gut doing it. He was defending Nan Coder and about how she's on his show all the time, and oh, he'll continue to have her on, and she's a little over the top. You're a wimp, man. Bill Maher, my ass, and all these people that kiss Well, he says a lot of the same things you do, Neil. He's still a wimp, and he's a piece of turd, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't dump on the best part of him if I could find it with a search party, okay? Bill Maher, my ass. Yeah, I bet he would. Yeah, he admires it, I said. Not, oh. Okay, 1406. <laughs> oh, see, now, now when you counted me down and out, that's what always happens, man, when they count me down and out. We need 94 votes in 54 minutes. That's not even to a minute. But you'll see, we've got to keep pumping and pushing and yelling and screaming and carrying on and uh, wailing. And I clicked it again and nothing happened. Oh, there's Hank. Is I have to, he was just in there. Oh, it's Barbara Starr. I'm sorry. Gaze in the military. And from Capitol Hill. Now, Why do you pick on poor Hank and talk about him and Barbara Starr? And said, that's so it, bad. It's not picking on Hank. I bet you didn't say that to him when he was just in there. You know, if she looked like you and I said, hey, that woman looks like you, I wouldn't be picking on you. Uh, well, that's, that's a good point. It's not that Hank looks like her. What is happening here, man? This is just unbelievable. I think that General Peter Pace stuck his damn finger in this, okay? Because homosexuality is immoral. Killing people is good. Maiming and wounding and destroying and burning and uh, looting and plundering and raping, that's good. But faggery, that's bad. General Peter, pace my ass, okay? You phony baloney. Okay, let me just go back to this. I, I'm just, you know, I don't know. I'm undecided. 1410, see? And you take a little bit of a lull, and all of a sudden, just like, oh, a little chunk comes in there, man. It's like at the dentist the other day when he was drilling out those old fillings. That's really something when they do that, you know? And they, they, he had me keep my glasses on. And he said, be sure to really? keep your eyes closed because, the, well, the chunks of the old filling are the, oh. what, what do you call, is that amalgam filling? That, uh, what are they, what is, or silver fillings. Right. Now, I'm sure you've read these nutritional quacks who are always telling you, oh, make sure you get all those uh, silver fillings out of there because that's uh, the mercury fillings. 
The yeah, mercury yeah. seeps into your system, and you're this, and you're that, and you're dying, and you're sick, and you're... See, I feel great. It, it goes know. like this, yes. There was a mercury mixture involved in those fillings, but it had... The old ones. Yeah, the old ones, and it has leaked out Back and or day. absorbed into your body a long time ago. Oh, no wonder I feel like crap. No, I feel pretty good. I feel whatever I can is basically what it boils down to. And when you get to be this old, if you feel anything, you say, all right, I feel something. I'm not sure what it is. Oh, there's a Soledad O'Brien. I feel sick. 14, oh, she's in Mexico City. Maybe she'll get kidnapped, and they'll take her out in the desert like they do with uh, most of the touristas, and you'll never see her ass again. Be too soon. 1,412 votes on the pool. You know, this is excitement. See, leave it to me. Leave it to the legendary Neil Rogers to take something as stupid as the number of votes we got on the pool and turn it into like a major uh, traumatic thing. You know what I'm saying? Reload it. You know what I'm saying. Huh? Reload it. Reload what? The page. Oh, why is that? 1416, old bean, said the old queen, who's getting a little mean. 1416. And so a little lean, lean from what I let hear. Let me do the math. Yeah, I'm eating some lean cuisine. Oh, that stuff is so bad. 84 votes we need in 52 minutes. Now, that should be, now that's not even, that's like one and a half a minute. If we can't get one and a half, like all you midgets out there, if the midgets start voting, it counts as a half, you know? All you midgets. I wish I would have had a tape recorder back in those days so I could have taped some of my grandmother's wonderful expressions, you know? Like, Shikar is a goy, for example. That's a nice one. Or drunk, when she that means drunk? Yeah, Shikar is a goy, meaning all non-Jews are drunks, which is you know, a little on the bigoted side. But what do you expect? She's an old lady, man, with hardening of the arteries. 1,417 votes on the poll here. If we get to 1,500, man, then then you're going to see Joe Bell in the hallway smiling and dancing and uh, grabbing ass, probably his own. And believe me, it's a big target. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Now we gotta get the phone. We don't care about the phone, okay? Like I said, I got plenty of stuff here. I should get back to my pile. We and you know something, the phone was pretty good today. I'm not saying anything had anybody memorable to say, but when the hell's that gonna happen? But it was actually right. pretty good, wasn't it? It was just fine. It was fine, as GI wine. It was nice. In fact, to show you how enthused I am about the way this vote is going, I would even go to the I would say it was uh, very nice. Very nice. Now, is that going to be my package when I go down there and get it at 2 o'clock? No, that's in the next one. You got it. Ah, jeez, Louise. I guess i got to watch Raising Arizona. What, what's it about? No. Is there, like, uh, some hot young naked guy in there or what? No. Well, oh, who the hell wants to see that, then? Anyway, kind of a movie it, is that? But it's Francis a Coen Brothers a, comedy. It's a comedy? It's a comedy. It's a, it's a rye comedy. And Frances McDormand's in it. She's yes. great. She is my favorite. I'm not saying she's new. I mean, she's been around a while. I'm warning you. She's not in it a lot, but uh, what she oh. is is great. And uh, Nicholas Cage is tolerable. Oh, Nicholas Cage. That's what I was trying to think of before. Oh, gee, I'm so yeah, sorry. Don't worry. Hey, I hate him too, in... maybe even more than you. But this is uh, one of two fact, good movies. That if that's where in. he belongs, it's in. It's in a cage. And Holly Hunter. The chunk we just got there, man. Fourteen twenty-six pickup sticks. How do you like that, huh? Wow. Fourteen twenty-six. And Chris, I'm going to tell you, you're going to be eating crow. Remember the crow that Tammy was trying to uh, feed George last week with that long uh, thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, i got to play old Neil again this hour, by the way. I promised uh, your close personal friend that, uh, Chris. In exchange, and maybe if I play it again, he'll send his uh, girlfriend in there or whatever she is. He, he's threatening. He's promising he's going to do that. Bring you guys lunch. Good. Regular gasoline prices have jumped as much as 40 cents a gallon since the beginning of last month at South Florida stations. And analysts have, are divided over how high they'll go. How high can they get? That's like asking, how high can George get? And I'm not talking about smoking the wiki and we. I'm just talking about from the fumes and the vents. 
Maybe that's what they're trying to do is save you some money, Sonny. Tri-County consumers seeing the highest pump prices in September are feeling the pinch. They're pinching it, baby. I don't understand why all of a sudden the gas prices are going up, said Tamara Cook, 43, of Royal Palm Beach, who juggles her schedule to make sure her three daughters arrive at volleyball games and practices. You don't want your kids to stop playing just because it costs you more for the, to get them there, whatever that means. Typically, gas prices are lower in the spring until the man picks up after Memorial Day, which signals the start of the summer driving season when they really want to rape the public and they do a wonderful job. All those ragheads over there, them Saudis, them freaking Saudis. Remember that scene? In network yep. where Tom Hagen is standing there and they were watching Howard Beale on the air and he's talking about how we want he wants the White House knee deep in telegrams and the Saudi deal must stop now. Remember that? He's yep. screaming and yelling and, and the poor Tom Hagen man. Not Tom Hagen, what's his name in the movie? Frank Hackett. Right. A man named Frank Hackett is sitting in the office where Mr. Ruddy used to be. Anyway. It says uh, nationwide pump prices rose 20 uh, cents in the past two weeks to an average 255 a gallon, 275 in Boca and Lantana. Monday was 248 a gallon in the Miami Gardens. It's going up and up and up. And you know what Mo used to say about gang rape is funny, so I hope you're enjoying it, okay? Now let me before the break click this baby again so I can see how much I need to goose these people. Let me everybody okay get ready. Watch yourself because I'm going to goose the audience. Fourteen twenty nine. They're coming. They're pouring in by the one. Now what's up with your gossip, Spoko? And now live from Rigel Seven, it's the Neil Rogers Show. I love the way that bit ended. Mm. The bitch haven't been the same since Book uh, of Brian died. I know. I heard that was some party Greg Reed threw. Yes. Good thing I didn't go. Lots of dancing. Of course, it's not easy flying back there from Rigel 7. I know. Thank God. Bill, God. I'm here. <coughs> it's all over for you, push left stuck on earth. Yes. President Noel. Well, if you're lucky, that crackhead is the last bush to rig an election. Mm. Who's on this line? WQAM. Mr. Rogers? Speaking. I was in the public Galactica today, sir. And let me tell you, the clip-out coupons in Thursday's paper are deceiving. I discovered to my shop no, that this is at George. the checkout counter yes, that I know. Redstone's mm. was not two for 99 cents. On the contrary, Got them off. it was two breakstones. For 99 cents oh. each. Now, oh. I don't know about you. That's right. They tried to peddle me two breakstones for the price of two breakstones cottage cheese when the coupon clearly stated that... Well, use the cottage cheese that's grown in your toenails. Now, who's this on uh, line seven and nine? Klingon penal colony, hello? Have we got into that? Retired. <laughs> okay, on that note, you know, i got to renegotiate my contract. How about a one-minute show, huh? Oh! You can fill the other three minutes. That's right. Sporto Concubine is next. George? Bye-bye-bye. Chad, we've got to make up for lost time. By request, 1,441 votes. We're going to make it. I think not a, a one-minute show, but just a few seconds. About 30 minutes. 30-second show, man. It would be power-packed, I'll guarantee you that. Everybody would be tuning in. What's the old man going to say in his half-minute today? Ha, 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 like that, you know. Something like that. 1,441, so you do the math. Oh, and I just do want to do this, speaking of MySpace, since Christopher's on there and, uh, you know, running the show now. That's okay. I have no problem because that's a good bit. Even you like it. Yes. You don't like much of anything. 
but um, th- there's a guy named Paul, and there's also this uh, Italiana lady. I-, I hate to break the news to you, but you know what's it, like Tupperware people sell them, all these other scams again. What is the deal with this Victoria's Secret? If if you think I'm going to overpriced. No, but I'm just saying, if you think I'm going to approve this crap, and this Paul guy, he's got all these different scams he wants, and he thinks I'm going to advertise them on, on my on the site. Forget about it, baby. Delete, 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 you know. Yeah. I mean, if I've got some close personal friend on there that wants to put something on, fine. I have no problem with that at right. all. I enjoy doing that as a favor. No problem. But when it's some stranger, like Paul, it, or it's La, possible La that he got hacked also. What do you mean by that? Spammers will hack people's accounts and then send out spam from their account. Get out of here. This Paul guy has been trying to get more crap on there than Carter's got pills. That's uh, probably the case, I'm just saying. You, you don't even know the guy, and you're making excuses. You're letting him off the hook for old times. I'm sake. not letting anybody off the hook. I'm just sake? saying it's a thing that happens. Well, I don't care who it's from. Just quit with that Victoria's Secret, okay? Sounds like some kind of a douche to me. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> 14. Sounds like a bag. You better watch your P's and Q's, mister. I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah, watch my Elemento P's. 1449. Yeah, P's. Boy, you know, I'm not, I don't know. Like, if you go to a restaurant and you say, Click, uh, I'll have the vegetable, and it turns out to be P's. Ooh, oh, mealy. Although, I, although one of my uh, relatives used to say, there ain't nothing like a good P. But anyway. 1449 votes on the poll. We got 40 minutes, 39 minutes, and we need, we got 14. What did I just say? 1451. So you figured a ratio, baby. We need 49 votes in uh, 39 minutes. A no-drainer, man, should be able to do that easy, like falling off a log. There's another stupid expression, although at least I understand that one. Now, remember in Deliverance, now, wasn't it, wasn't it Ronnie Cox that they found with his head kind of like turned uh, around, ass around backwards? That was his arm was all askew. Yeah, his arm was like around his, uh, well, maybe he was just like uh, having love with himself or something. You know, he yeah. had his arm around himself. What's he wrong with hugging that? himself. Yeah, he was giving himself a hug. Everybody could use a big hug now and then. I get my hugs online. You know, I get like a nice... And then that's sweet. I love that. What did I tell you the other day? Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Nope. Reach out and hug the old man. And run like hell. 1451. Let me... Now, see... And Chris is sitting there thinking, Oh, I can't believe this is happening. Isn't that what you're thinking? I want to know your thoughts right now. No punches pooed, man. No punches pooed. I'm, I'm afraid, afraid your we thoughts. hit 1500 after kissing your ring finger. I don't, want, I don't want you anywhere near me, okay? Good. Trust me when I tell you. I like you. You're a good guy. You do a fine job. You uh, never stole a freight train, but I don't want to be anywhere near you when you have kissy-kissy on your mind. And I'm sure the people... <laughs> I agree. More, yeah, trust me. Or anything even close. I wouldn't even give you a kiss on the cheek. Maybe long distance. There you go. That's all you're getting. 1454. Now, what, what do you say? <laughs> No, we're you, 1455. See, they're trickling, 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 trickling. It's like a le- leaky faucet, baby. It's like a leaky Farrah faucet. Boy, I was, that was a really traumatic movie. The one where she was that the burning bed where the guy had yeah. that? I don't think it was. Well, that's the yeah. scary, creepy. Well, I don't know. I mean, it was. Where the guy had her heavy. and she, she put him in the fireplace that's and right, tied yeah. him all up? I think so. Uh, that's a really scary guy. Uh, Google that and find out what the actor's name is that played that guy. He's a good actor. Nasty-looking thing. He had poor Pharaoh all, like, uh, terrified there. 1456 pickup sticks, and wow, we need 44 votes in 37 minutes. That's barely more than one a minute. And on this legendary show, you think we're not going to do that, Chris? Huh? 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 Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. And what was this guy saying before, earlier, when I said, let's shoot for 15? He said, oh, what you say? <laughs> you fat old Pharaoh, you're not going to do that. 1500 will be 4, 2 o'clock. You must be dreaming. 
especially with the dwindling, vanishing, disappearing QAM audience. You think you're going to put 1,500 votes on that thing over there and get Joel Feinberg all bent out of shape? Hey, by the way, Joel, it's a fluke. Wait till we get the, the numbers back. Paul we'll Lamette. That's the guy that uh, played, uh, what's his name? Mickey yeah. Hughes. We, might, we oh. might be talking about two different movies, then. I think so. I'm trying to find the one that we're both thinking of that is not The Burning Bed. Where he kidnapped her. Well, she kidnapped him. I mean, well, in the end, she did. She kidnapped him, and she put him inside the fireplace. The fireplace, right. Locked and him up she and terrified sprayed, him. Bugs spray in his him. eyes and everything. That's right. That's the one. I love that Extremities. Movie. That's the one. Extremities. Well, don't start saying things like that. QAM, hello. James oh, Russo. Yes, sir. Um, Raising Arizona is one of my favorite movies. It's the only movie Nicolas Cage has ever been in that's worth anything. I'll and overlook it, then. I'll pretend he's not there. Yeah, it's it's excellent. It's, and I look forward to hearing you uh, hear how, how you like it tomorrow. I think I'm going to watch it later today. Do it. Love okay. You. Thanks, Pally. 1460, baby. Oh, yeah, I can feel it. My kneecaps. I'm going to put my Blackberry right between my knees and put it on a high vibrate. Oh, don't let that thing <laughs> slide, baby. 1462. 1462. Even Christopher Columbus, that was 30 years before he set sail for the New World. And then he found it. And then he found Walmart and turned around and went back. 1463. How do you like that, Chris? Defer Columbus. Got a lot of Chris's going here. We got Chris on the MySpace. We got Chris at a room with him. We got Christopher Columbus, that Jewish sailor. And there's that uh, General Pace with his don't ask, don't tell. You faggot, you. You faggot. Anybody's all worried about everybody else's hanky spanky. That's the faggot. Let me tell you right now. Take it from an old fag. I know it. Anybody that's uh, pointing a finger and all worried about who's putting what part where and doing this and that and uh, feeling uh, a little erotic about it, that's the fairy right there. Believe me, General Pace. You fairy. Trust me. You maricon. You bugaron. Excuse me. Bugaron. That's even worse. Because that has to do with... Oh, don't say it. 1464. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm getting my head is swimming. I'm, I'm like getting uh, emotional from all this with a 1500. I might as well do this. Don't let me forget to do this again tomorrow. I'll leave it in my pile here. And i got a really do good what? pull from Charlie B. for tomorrow, too. You'll love it. BSO deputies will conduct a traffic checkpoint operation tomorrow from 9 p.m. to midnight in the 3900 block of Northwest 21st Street, Lauderdale Lakes. Now, if you're not in that area, this probably is not all that interesting to you, but maybe we got one or two people out there going to be in Lauderdale Lakes or at least avoid it 9 to midnight tomorrow night. Vehicles will be inspected for defective safety equipment. Motors will be asked to show their driver's license, regulation, proof of insurance, and maybe the little peek at your goods, too. What do you got? You know, like that. The information is published in compliance with that Supreme Court ruling mandating prior announcement of selective enforcement activities. Tomorrow night, 9 to midnight, 3900 block of Northwest 21st Street in Lauderdale Lakes, a place I don't want to be anywhere near. Trust me. I don't even know where the hell I Yeah, I guess I do. Isn't that uh, like, uh, I don't even know where it is. Like uh, by Lauderhill? Where's Lauderdale Lakes? Oh, over here, over yonder. Yeah, right right over there. Oh, I, like I right said, chair. not here. 126 at QAM. You like it? You like it? You like it? No. What will you do when I kill some more juice? Will you back off and give me your land? Oi! Lend me a towel and I'll sing you a song And I'll steal from you all that I can Oh, I kill Jews with a little help from my friends. Mm, I'm bad news with a little help from my friends. Mm, I can't lose with a little help from my friends. What do I do when I blow Jews away? Oh, you love the smell of flesh and bone. Oh, yes, I do. I hope many die by the end of the day. 
Cowboy and Indian movies, I'm sure you do. Nope. And they enjoy doing that, too. That was their number one hobby as well. Kill some people. Right. That seems to be the uh, world's... That's the way of the world, man. Find an excuse. It's the religious thing. It's the, I don't like that uh, headdress you're wearing. I don't like the uh, bow and arrow. I don't like the way you smell. Uh, whatever. I don't like the fact you're using body wash. I don't like who you're sleeping with. Let's kill some people, man. That's the Ameri- that's Not just the American way. That's the history of mankind. Don't start getting too philosophical now. You won't get to 1500. Now, let's see. 1477, a man is refreshing it. This is going to be a 1479. We have 27 minutes for 21 votes. That's less than one a minute, boys and girls, and all the ships at sea. That's what H.V. Kaltenborn used to say, I think. I bet you Chicken Neck remembers him. All right, that's not who used to say that. Uh, was that Edward R. Moreau said that? No. You're asking me? Gabriel here maybe said that. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, and all the ships at sea. I think that was Gabriel Heater. I don't know, and I don't care. And the fact that I know that means I'm way too old to be, uh, whatever. 1480, baby. 1480. Maybe, just maybe, because I have the story about Halliburton, I guess I'll do the story. And then we'll start counting it down. And what are we going to do when it gets to be like uh, 1500? Huh? 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 What are we going to do then? Leave? You got to have a party? No, I'm going to leave and have a party. I'm going to massage my kneecap. Ew. That's about as close as I get anymore. Uh, 1480, man. A key U.S. senator is calling on the Treasury Department to ensure that a controversial Houston-based multinational corporation, Halliburton, is not benefiting financially from the move of its headquarters to the Middle East, according to a release advance to Raw Story. It's pretty raw, baby. How raw is it? Let me tell you. Senator Frank Lautenberg, Democrat of New Jersey, says in the release, Halliburton has gone to extraordinary lengths in the past to do business with a terrorist government in Iran citing recent Treasury investigation of the multinationals' business dealings with Tehran. The company's odd announcement this week certainly sets off alarm bells about its intention to do business with state sponsors of terrorism. When it comes to Halliburton, we can't trust and we need to verify. The company announced its plan to relocate its headquarters to the United Arab Emirates on Sunday. Halliburton Chief David Lassar praised the move as it would help the company focus on the Middle East, calling it the seat of our operations. The seat. Rectum. Yeah, right. Elsewhere, Senator Swillery Clinton, likely 2008 candidate, also, what does that mean, likely candidate? What, what does that mean? Also issued a statement in response to the Halliburton announcement. I think that raises a lot of serious issues we have to look at, said the former First Lady. Does this mean that they're going to quit paying taxes in America? They're going to take all the advantage of our country but not pay their fair share of taxes? She'd be asking, you go, Hillary, you go, boy. 
She continued, they get a lot of government contracts. Is this going to affect their investigations that are going on? Because we have a lot of evidence of misuse of government contracts and how they've cheated the American soldiers and cheated the American taxpayer, meaning Halliburton, meaning Dick Cheney. They've taken the money and not provided the services. So does this mean we won't be able to pursue these investigations? So Hillary said, she warned, I think we're going to be looking into that in Washington, she said. I got news for you, Swillery. You couldn't lick Barack Obama's ass if you paid him by the by the inch, by the ass. Now you want to hear tomorrow's poll before I get back on this thing? Hey. Oh, you know something? I'm going to miss the uh, oh 1489. I bet you a lot of that was just Columbus was just putting all the uh, animals there on the ark. <laughs> oh. 1489. What's your take on the Kenny and Bo morning show on QM? Well, I don't want to well, read the, the poll until we get to 1500. 1490. Oh, we're almost to a 1492, man. Time to set sail on the Ninta, the Pinta, and the Sinta Marinta. My teacher's name, by the way, was Edith Helfer. Isn't that amazing how close that was to my real last name? Yeah, it's very close. She hated me, and I hated her, and she knew I hated her. Old bag, nasty old dyke. In fact, I don't know anymore whether the teachers in school are old dykes. You know, that's what I used to get. It was, all, it was always miss this and miss that, you know, and they were like 75 years old. Miss, oh, she's an old maid. No, in other words, she's an old dyke, is what they were trying to say. Miss Lyons and Miss uh, Del Prince and whatever. I had some good teachers, though. Can't remember who any of them were. I had Miss, Mrs. Van Fleet. She was a missus. She was a lady. 1490, baby, on that pool. Anyway, here's the poll I'm going to use for tomorrow from Charles B. Thank you, Charlie. You're uh, making life a lot easier for this old queen, let me tell you that. I must have like 50 different polls. Not all from him, thanks to anybody that sends in the poll ideas, because George and I hate having to rack our brains as, you know... And there ain't too much to rack anymore. Although everybody likes a good rack. But nevertheless, you know what I'm really not that crazy about is like rack of lamb. I don't like lamb. I don't lamb like lamb green. either. Lord, duck and lamb, we agree. Yeah, we agree on that. Greasy, Finally, George dark, and I, after all these yeah. years, we agree on something. No duck, no lamb. Although no. somebody is on the lamb. The most embarrassing bodily function, odor, or abnormality that could happen to me with other people around is, this is Charlie B's poll, we'll use it for tomorrow, bad breath, sneezing and shooting snot. Oh, no. You think that it's uh, the sneeze is all contained, but it's not. Having a loud or bad-smelling fart. Oh, geez, that was me. And you, you know, like I said, always look around like, oh, gee, who did that? Who cut it? <laughs> That's always the good defensive move, you know. Right. And of course, when there's only two of you in the elevator, and the other person knows they didn't do it, and it's it's kind of like a no-brainer, you know. Stomach grumbling. Yeah, my my dentist's stomach was grumbling yesterday as he was like I was getting drilled. His stomach was grumbling. Fourteen. Let's see. I, I don't want to miss the moment. You know what I'm saying? Fourteen ninety-seven. Uh oh. Fourteen ninety-seven. Let me read the rest of Charlie's pull, and then holy moly, rat man. And Chris is gonna owe me a big apology, man. When we get to fifteen hundred, I'm clicking that baby now. Fourteen ninety-seven. It's still. It's, they're they're waiting. We got twenty-one minutes. Fourteen ninety-eight. That's great. Okay, getting back to these things. Burping. Uh, a big grips. <laughs> Getting an unexpected... Oh, now, come on. Getting an unexpected stiffy in my pants? What are you... Uh, you're dreaming, Charlie. In my case, who would know, know the difference? I guess it depends Dan. on what you're wearing yeah, and, and where you are. Especially if you have those spandex pants on like Barry Manilow. <laughs> Dandruff in my hair, food between my teeth, having a fishy smell, in parentheses, women. Oh, there's some, there's some Chinese guys that got a fishy smell. Smelly underwear. Work at the fish market? Telltale mustache, women. What, what what is that? I don't I don't know. I don't know. If Women I'm who have a mustache, in other words, they they are oh. out there. Visible nose or ear hair? Oh, I better go uh, clip it. Spit Any flying up? out of my mouth while talking like that. Doctor Ron, I used to come to the Panther games all the time and get right in my face and. 
oh, and spit all over me. And I felt like I was a, huh? You're very whiny. Having the hiccups. Pimple right out of face. Oh, look at that. We got 1501. Yeah, someone has the wrong job. moment that will live in infamy, baby. Let me tell you right now. Who could have ever believed it? You see how I worked my ass off to get us back off of the, uh, from, just from the depths of despair after those horrible numbers for the entire station came out. And I worked like crazy. Yes! 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 Okay, so one forty really twenty. Feel? What is it? How do you really feel? I am pretty pumped about it, man. Shouldn't I be? I, of course. I, I thought I was just dreaming when I said that. I mean, you know, you know how this thing usually goes. We've been doing this for about a hundred years, and you get in the flow, and uh, if you don't get the number, it blow and whatever. But fifteen oh one, and we're going to go way over fifteen or by the top of the hour. I guarantee you that Joe Bell is going to come in there any second now and pat you on the back. Both of you guys say, <laughs> "Great job, guys!" And by the way, can you are you still alive? And he won't be in there too long, though, once he gets the drift of that blue, uh, that haze that's hanging over the studio, you know? He will not be in there too long. Is George, are you still uh, coherent or what? Yeah, barely. Well, good. And say cheese. It's time to put James Brown's body in the ground. It's been over two weeks since he's made a sound. While his family's acting fickle, he's melting like a popsicle. It's time to put James Brown's body in the ground. Oh! It's time to put James Brown's body in the ground. Right now he's just like a car at the impound. He's already met St. Peter, but his corpse is buying eager. It's time to put James Brown's body in the ground. It's time to put James Brown's body in the ground. He's like a single mitten that's lost and found. While the pearly gates are closing, his body is decomposing. It's time to put James Brown's body in the ground. It's time to put James Brown's body in the ground. The godfather of soul should be heaven bound. Even though he still looks perky, he's turning into beef jerky. It's time to put James Brown's body in the ground. All right, 147 at 560WQM. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, that, uh, that segment went over very big. Which one? Oh, the one? What do you mean, which one? The uh, celebration I just had there. Boy, you are, I'm serious. I know that you're under a lot of duress in there, breathing all the fumes, etc. Uh-huh. But, I mean, that was a very euphoric moment, man. I, I nearly had an accident in my pants. Not the kind I was hoping for, though. It was more like, yeah, more like that kind. But anyway, <laughs> hey, when you get to be my age, the, the, the accidents that you have or nearly have, they're not <laughs> the ones that you're praying for, believe you me. Trust me when I tell you, okay, coming from this old you. toad. But anyway, let's see. Can I send a personal message? Uh, those numbers will be coming at 2, and I'd love to read that other thing. I, well, I'm just, you know, I'm confabulating with my uh, friends on here on the air. That's fine. I don't, well, I mean, what's more important, finishing the show or talking to my buddies on here? You know no what I'm contest. I got some real uh, fine buddies on here on, uh, online. Thank God. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for them. Jesus, God. And you know something? I'm going to say it again. I'm not sending you any more money, but I'll say it again. Thanks to you. You don't oh, have to send you may, Listen, thank, huh? thank you for all you've done for me. So there you go. Oh, th- th- are we going to start getting emotional and weepy now? Because you know me. You know the old drama queen. I can get yeah, Oh, jeez, George. 
Come on. I'm in a mood. What do you mean by that? I'm ready to pass out. But hey, the well, good news is well, it's not a Well, that's not being in a mood. That's being in a state. Like it's oh, okay, a state well, of mind. is that the word? Yeah, and being in a state. Oh, I believe homosexual acts between individuals are immoral. We don't care what you believe, General Pace. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go out and find some hot young guy right now, and I'm going to do him right on the counter here while I'm looking at this stupid news story. I'm going to say, oh, it may be immoral, but <sighs> oh, man, it's good. Holy moly. Jeez, let's do it again. Piece of crap, General Peter Pace. All these military lunatics training each other. How, how can we, and don't even lightly kill them. Kill them heavy duty, man. Kill them heavily so that they don't make a comeback, you know. Because like in the movies, like in, uh, what was the movie with Michael Douglas? Which I've seen 4,000 times, Fatal Attraction. Base, okay. Every one of those movies, you think that the, the bad guy or the bad bitch is dead. And all of a sudden, she jumps up again out of the bathtub, you know. Was it Glenn Close? Was Glenn Close? Yes, she is. She's right here now. To death? No, that was bad. I always get her confused with Meryl Streep, and I know they don't look that much alike. Uh, no, well, they're both like ugly and overrated. Ugly. 1,512 votes. What's your take on the Kenny and Bo Morning Show on QAM? Never heard it. Just under 50%. At least we got that baby under 50. 49.4%. 748 of our audience, almost half of the total, never even heard of it. They never heard it. Maybe that's why they're in such a good mood. Now, that, that, was, that was uncalled for. That was not necessary for you to say that. You see, every now and then George throws his voice and he pretends, you know, that it's me and it's really him. That's right. He throws it. Uh, Kenny and Bill Morning Show, it blows 360. Now, that, that's really very un-American to be saying that, even, of course, if that's your real feeling about it. You may have a good point. It blows. Now that we know that Toast is responsible for that stupid-ass square table thing, now we can uh, just attack his ass. What an idiot. He, you're Toast, Toast. It's okay, 329. I love it. Oh, it's I love it. Forty six. Not out of fifteen hundred and twelve. That's only three percent. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? If you were on that show, be hoping for a little more love than that. A little bit more love. Just a huh? tad bit. And I hate this poll. Twenty nine. A mere one point nine percent. That's one of the lowest hate this poll deals we've had in a long time. In a Chinaman's age. Fifteen hundred and twelve votes. I'd be really curious. Although they probably have like a high infant mortality rate. Although I think the U.S. has one of the higher infant mortality rates. Certainly more than Western Europe. Now, wouldn't you think that if medical care was what it was supposed to be and the U.S. is so far advanced that the U.S. wouldn't have such a high infant mortality rate that they'd have, like, better doctors and stuff like that? Why do you hate America, Connie? There you go, exactly. Well, I'll explain to you tomorrow. Although we don't have a lot of time tomorrow. Oh, I want to apologize to the audience that we're going to get out at 1250 tomorrow and I got Woodbine Wednesday at 1 instead of 2. It's like the Lawrence Welk thing, a 1, a 2, etc. I think I I don't think I went far enough in the uh, celebration. What I should have done is just eliminate all the rest of the breaks. That's right. Played some music, some celebration. It was music. dramatic, man. I don't care what you said. It was dramatic. Yes! Yes! 1,515 votes on this horseball station, man. Yes! With a signal, you've got to be sitting right under the uh, tower to hear the damn thing without all the interference from the, uh, from the wires there on 441. Yes! It's enough to make me uh, turn into a music show. Come on. Let's have a party, baby. Let's have a party in your pants on QAM. What do you say, Mad Dog? Yeah! Or just one of these? Yeah. Another yeah. one. Of these. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Even hey, the Mad Dog's nailing the post now. It's just like being in a hockey game. Let's talk some hockey, okay? Piss clearance off. That would be really something. Let's get Rimmer in to do a hockey show. Not. Well, thanks to you folks out there that helped put us over the top, baby. This was, this was phenomenal. This was good.
And thanks to my close personal friends out there who, you know, reach out and pat me on the head by long distance. Thank you so very much. Well, no, it's, it's a nice thing. I mean, it's important to me. You know, I'm old. Now you know that I'm old. When, when that kind of stuff becomes important to me, you know I'm ready for the glue factory one of these days. No, you still, start walking I, with a walker. Oh, if you could see all the people at the Woodbine. And I, and, I, and I know I'm rude, and I try to, like, get around them real fast. I, I want to shove them down on the floor. That's bad. Do you know that it's 52 degrees in oh. Hogtown? It's 52 degrees in Hogtown, you know? Yes! I, I bet you do. And America is on fire because we got 1,517 votes on the poll today, and we are smoking on it. We got to call him the number one rated in the Mohammed David in his show, at least according to my aspirations. Stay away from me. I don't even know how you have children. Mirabal, hello. Yes, I want your take on Jay Fiedler. Oh, well, Jay Fiedler is a great quarterback and a good Jew. I like. Uh, well, not to mention he's got extraordinarily smooth buttocks. Oh, yeah! yeah but you got to be careful what you say here. Oh, thank you, Mo. No, 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 wait a minute. Don't go. But I have nothing else to say. Well, how about this? How's the weather down there in the Miramar? I'm right down the street from you. Oh, yeah. I have to go. Oh, wait, no, wait. By the way, something. No, no, I, I have to go. Look, I tell you what. I'll hold you over the break. How's that, huh? I'll give you one of my old uh, tank T-shirts. How's that? Bye-bye-bye. No, wait! <laughs> that was the only color we had. The veins on your nose is glowing again. Wow! You got big purple veins on your nose and on your face. And around those oozing pimples, you call my If you go look in the mirror, you'll see a road map of Ypsilanti. You got your happy son, way too tight. My nose glows when something stays. Almost every day I think. And my veins, they start to tickle. I had the noise, the noise, the noise, noise. Yeah, I look like I'm falling apart. That's because I'm a cranky old fight. It's like I'm old fights filled with purple veins. Bye bye bye.